Welcome to episode 117 of Enhancing Human Experience podcast. How's it going today? I hope your day is awesome and I hope that you're ready to pick up some awesome tips and tricks and insights and practices to help you get more of what you want in your business and your life. My guest today is my good friend Gary Gilgan. Now, Gary and I met back in 2012 at a Transcendental Meditation, group meditation, and shortly thereafter, we connected, we had a lot in common, we worked on some projects together, and I really got a lot out of knowing Gary and learning from his own experience and his own journey in life. And that's exactly what he shares in this episode of the podcast. You know, Gary is someone who totally dives in and goes all in to whatever he's involved in, whether it's a business thing, whether it's a personal development thing. I mean, he just goes all in. There's no like uh, baby stepping in like I tend to do. There's no like, you know, should I do it? Should I not? He, he makes a firm decision to do something and goes all in. And that is what was really inspiring about Gary. And I learned so much from him. In this episode, he shares a lot of things that he's picked up on his own journey, including using psychedelics and other drugs, ayahuasca, to help him, you know, remove a lot of the baggage and stuff that we accumulate in our life and really touch that point of who we really are and what we're really meant to do in the world and become like purifying ourselves, right? So he talks a lot about that, which I thought was totally fascinating. Also, he shares some of his other work with Personal Success Institute. He just got back from a trip to California to help facilitate one of their uh, group organization type uh, meetings. And he talks about that, which I'd never heard about PSI before this interview. So a lot of goodness in this interview. Now I realize it is pretty long, but if you can stick with it, I know you will pull some nuggets that you can apply in your own personal development rituals and routines that'll help you get more of what you want in life. As I was editing the interview yesterday afternoon, I had a note open on the side and I was taking notes like crazy things that I want to incorporate in my own routine. Gary shared so much goodness in this episode and I know it's going to be beneficial to you on your journey. All right, without further ado, let's jump into it and see what Gary has to say. Gary, thanks for coming by, hanging out with me. Yeah, of course, man. Love you. Thank you. Love you too, man. So excited to hear what you got going down. I know you got big things in the works. It's going. You always have big things in the works. Yeah, man. This year, it's been uh, just a. I mean, how long have we known each other now? Since Uh, I want to say maybe 2013. That is 2013. Did you do you buy that? Do you concur? Because we met at Penny's house for the TM meetup. We met through TM. Well, we did meet through TM, but. But didn't we meet before? Oh, you're right. We met at Penny's and then at Trent's. Right. I had that conversation and things kind of popped off at that point. But right. Yeah, you're right. At Penny's house. Yeah. In fact, TM, TM was a big shift because actually TM, dude, you're taking me back now. 2013 because January 2013 is when I learned TM and that was like a major like quantum leap for me learning TM. Me too. And so um, then I met you, started that kind of cycle and the relationship with you and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, this year too, January has been these cycles of time, you know. What I've really noticed this year is that time is not linear. Our minds perceive it as linear, but it's cyclical. 
Oh, really? What, what's, what do you mean by that? Um, well, we're, I almost look at time and like karma is the same. It goes in like these cycles and they go, they expand and contract like breathing. And I am like hyper aware, especially this year of cycles in my own life and how they come back around to teach us lessons. And if we don't learn the lesson, then we're bound to continue to repeat them over and over until we do. And sometimes we never learn. We never learn the lesson. That's hell. <laughs> yeah, that is hell. That's your own personal hell, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. So, so do you find that when you when you come back around, you have a different perspective and a different detachment from certain situations? Hundred percent. So it almost. I do at least in my own personal. I, I do. Life I feel experience. that same way as well. I just never have really thought about it as a as a as like a, a cyclical thing. But I see it. I see it now. So it's almost like there were layers, like maybe disc layers, and you're just up. You're just up a couple discs, yes. looking. Yes. So you've played Mario Brothers. Yes, I know what it is. I'm not excellent at it, but I have played. But it. still, there's level levels. Yeah. And uh, you can look at it like climbing a ladder. There's level one, level two, level three. But also, we count time in cycles. That's why we 365 days in a year. If you look at it, it's. A cycle. Yeah. It's not a yeah. linear graph. It's not a line. It's and a the cycle. sun goes around the earth. You know, right. The goes around the sun. Right. right. And uh, I've just become super aware, uh, especially this year, about these cycles that continue to repeat in my life. And within those those repeated experiences are lessons for me to learn. And if I learn them, then I evolve and yeah. I get to go to another level. And on that level, the same obstacles will be there, but they're in a different form. Mm-hmm. Just well, like in, or you're in a different form, right? Oh, of course, I'm in a different <laughs> yeah. form. But also those obstacles, because the obstacle is just stimulation that stimulates you to evolve. Because I believe that the purpose of life is just evolution. We 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 come as these conscious beings in this skin suit, which is just a biomechanical robot suit. Mm-hmm. And we're just having this experience called life and things happen in life and they stimulate us to evolve in this never ending infinite reality. Yeah. That just has no beginning. No. I mean, the, the symbol of infinity has no beginning and no end. Right. Same with life. Um and humans in their infinite uh, egotism think that they know, some people think that they know where we came from. Some people think that they know where you're going I think that makes die. them feel more comfortable. They're like, right. I got it all figured out. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's one of the six ghosts of fear is the fear of death. Mm-hmm. The fear of death is something that haunts us all at some level. Yeah. And those, um, for lack of better words, fairy tales ease us into what might happen when you die. Yeah. And, uh, but just thinking about what we just talked about is like these cycles. Cause in 2013, I learned TM, which is such a powerful tool that I learned in 2013. And it shifted my consciousness and it therefore shifted my entire reality. I remember after learning TM within a month, my whole life changed. Um, Dude, I love talking about this. Is uh so on uh, over Christmas of 2012, I went to Argentina for 14 days with a business partner of mine. Um, and during that trip, 
I, I was going through a lot of introspection. I owned a telemarketing business that right. was doing really well. And um, I'd achieved like material success. Like I was driving my dream car, living in an amazing house, traveling the world. Like, uh, but inside, like I just wasn't satisfied. It's like, oh, you had I had the material right. stuff. But I was it just was, like, eh. Would you say it was hollow or empty or just not? It was just unfulfilling. Okay, sure. To me, at this stage, a car is a car. I yeah. love cars. I still love cars. But at the end of the day, a car is just a tool to get you from A to B. Yeah. And so most people, most people, I feel, are f- trying to find their self-worth and their own personal value in things. And I so I was going through this introspective time and... Just how, just a lot of introspection. Came back and I was asking for something. I was like, oh, I need something new. And then I had a friend that I hadn't spoke to in years. And we uh, ended up connecting. And he led me to Brendan Bouchard. Brendan Bouchard yep. set me on the kind of the coaching path saying, hey, we all have this personal mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. And with our experience and with our story, we can help other people. It's like, oh, dude, I think I got a pretty good story. Yeah. <laughs> I got some pretty good experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I think I could help people. And then within a week of that, I find TM. And even like the person that taught us TM, Penny, very special woman. Oh, isn't she? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, she taught the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> she freaking hey, hung out with George, dude. Yeah, I know. I mean, it doesn't get any cooler than I that. I love hearing her story. Me too. She's like, oh, they're just regular people. You know, mm. she's so modest. She's so, and, she's so accustomed to, and modest and accustomed to it. It's nothing to her. Right. They're just people. Right. But they Which really they are. really are. But still, it's totally. still cool. They all wipe their butts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost got a thumbs down. <laughs> I I won't give you a thumbs down for language. It's only if it, if the audio cuts out and it's doing awesome. So okay. Um, but let me let me ask you this: Do, do you think if you hadn't gone to Argentina, you would have been brought to TM, or do you think something you needed to go to Argentina to shift something? You know, I I honestly believe now that we don't really have as much free will as we like to think we do. I would. I would agree with that too. It's a different perspective, but I think we're being led to where we want to go. Right. And so actually, uh, the more I learned to let go and become unattached to expectations and these addictions that I have, the more free flowing my life has become and the more things are just coming to me. And so I can now look back on that trip because I was gone from November to the beginning of 2013. I went to Hawaii and hung out with some of my closest friends there and mm-hmm. had some magical experiences. I bet. Went and visited my family over 2012. So I was big into 2012, like the Mayan calendar yeah. stuff. I was so obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, again, talking about cycles, they viewed time in cycles. Yeah. Well, everyone was freaking Big. out when when that calendar was ending, but it's just the beginning of another right, cycle. Right, <laughs> right. And even even to that point is um, that calendar has come back in my life this year. Has it? Big time. Well, see, and, and that's the other thing. Just to touch on this a, mo- a moment, people do freak. I don't think we know as much now as they knew. Like they were evolved beings in a way we're almost... I mean, I think it's always getting better and better. We're always expansion consciousness, human experience. But you know how we went through the dark ages and the medieval times. I right. mean, that was a loss of knowledge. Right. And who knows whether we're going to do that again. And I think those things need to happen to peak back up. Right. But those Mayans and the people who built the pyramids, 
those people knew some stuff that we don't know. Well, think about when you when you don't when you're not constantly distracted by all the bull crap, you know, Facebook and all social media, TV, Kardashians, all this yeah, bullshit. You can go in or in. Not only that, but you have time and time slows down. And think if you have just yeah. nothing but time, think of what you can pay attention to, where you can sit and stare at the sky for days yeah. and even years and track things. They were amazing mathematicians. Mm -hmm. yeah. Their ability to track the stars was impeccable because that's all they did. So they mm -hmm. were obsessed about it and focused on it. And so think of if you have thousands of years without distraction and you start counting, you start paying attention to these cycles. And you think, man, it sure is weird, Mark, how on this day, every year, this thing happens. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh yeah, that is weird. Oh, let's track that. And so they start tracking these things. That's why I think like astrology is such a great tool is because we've been counting these cycles for so long. We're saying, hey, that's why you have these very paramount days, December 25th. Uh, that's a, a paramount day. I don't think it has anything to do with religion. Right. But, it's but just a day that human we mark. It's existence, yeah. Right. We mark these days as special days, not because of these events that have happened or have not happened, but because there's certain energy that happens on those yeah. days. Yeah, they're like at pivotal points in right. like time, space. Ley lines. Yeah, ley in lines. In time and mm -hmm. space. And uh, it's just, it's fascinating to me. And, you know, that, I, I was obsessed with that calendar. During 2012? I started studying it in 20, 2006. Did you? That's when I first started learning about it. I became obsessed with it. And I found this documentary online uh, by a, uh, I think he's an anthropologist, or at least he plays one on the internet, yeah. um, named Ian Lungold. And he found through his studies that what that calendar is a calendar of consciousness evolution. <laughs> I've heard that too. Yeah. And so just this year, like I haven't, I hadn't thought about that calendar since 2012. Again, deeper meanings than what's right. on the surface. And so this year, um, like it just felt, I mean, literally symbolically, New Year's Eve, my whole entire life shifted, mm -hmm. shifted. And uh, since then, like, I'm just, it was almost like, you know, ripping myself open and walking out of it a new person. Almost like a snake would Shitty. shed its own skin, you know, or a phoenix would rise from the ashes, you know. And when you step out of an old paradigm and into a new paradigm, your whole reality shifts. My house shifted, my everything shifted, and, and also the relationships. I started attracting totally new relationships and um, one of the very first relationships that I attracted, a great friend of mine, uh, his name is Leslie, um, The, I mean, we went out to lunch after meeting each other and I mean, it was just, we were connected. After that shift. Oh yeah, after that shift, it was January of this year. Uh -huh. I met him in early January and I mean, we went to lunch and it was it was we were right on the same page, man. In, well, like you and I were back in the back right. in And uh, I shared this same that Mayan calendar, and then that's when it all came right back to me. And so, it's just been. Do, do you think you were? Whole, I want to talk about two things. One, the 2012 and the TM. Then I want to jump ahead and talk about this latest shift. Um, I want to know what brought you. What brought you to TM? Would, would, would you think again? You sounds like you were led there like I was, 
what do you, um, do you think you were, what, what was it that led you to TM? Were you just, was it totally seeking? Cause I think for me, it solved a problem I was having in a hu- in my human form. And I'm cur- curious what. I, I appreciate that. I really appreciate you asking me that is I think it found me. Okay. The greatest tools and teachers in my life have found me. I haven't found them. Mm, I Uh, I just, I, I can remember now sitting in my office, um, back in 2013 and I came across a website or something, uh, that explained TM. Did you you call the 1-800 number at at all? Yeah. And and I call you back. Penny called me back. (laughs) Yeah. I was amazed by the, like, awesomeness of the customer service because I just I think I called and I don't think I left a message and they called back and said hey this is hmm. Joe at, T, at TM headquarters what can we help you with so Penny called you huh yeah I, I do remember leaving a message do you because I mean when I find something and I go into it like yeah, I'm I can't like hey you I need I to call me back hey I'm ready I'm a buyer <laughs> yeah. I got my credit card out yeah and I'm ready to buy You're something dabbler yeah no nah, <laughs> I am a dabbler, but when yeah. I find what I want, like I'm not waiting for it. For it. So yeah. it found me like all like psychedelics. I'm a big proponent of psychedelics. Like they found me. I didn't find them. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for them. I mean, and I guess on a karmic level, I definitely believe I asked for them. Yeah. Like we, like you said, we're being led to our, and I believe that now too, is that all of the, the universe is totally bumping us to where we want to go. And our only problem is resisting it right. or not allowing it to happen. Right. And I'm seeing, and once you start seeing that more and more and let go more and more, that's when life starts to get just awesome. So awesome. I mean, I love the children's, uh, I don't, it's not a fairy tale. A nursery rhyme is row, row, row your boat gently mm. down the stream. Merrily, that's merrily, awesome. merrily, merrily. Life is but a dream. I love that. I try to live my life by that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm. I got my boat in the river. I got my hand back. It's a. It's a nice. I'm not even Absolutely rowing. Absolutely sunny. Yeah. I'm not even rowing. Yeah, you people don't have who, to, right? Yeah, no yeah. way. The people who know me best know I don't even. I don't like to work. Mm-hmm. I like to enjoy life. I like to experience. I like the things that I want to come to me. Like if I go in your backyard and I plant an apple tree, I plant the seed. I don't have to yell at the seed. I don't have to yell at God and say, hey, man, where's my freaking tree at? Mm -hmm. I just have to have faith. I have to know the law and I have to just wait for it to grow because that's one law, the law of gestation. You know, baby takes nine months. It takes time. You have to come into the physical world. Exactly. And so I just sit and then once it brings me the fruit, then the action I have to take is I just go pick the fruit and then I enjoy it. That's how life is. Do Do you plant a lot of seeds? All the time, man. I'm planting seeds every day all day long, man. And then just what, and then just going out there and chi- oh, chilling in the garden. <laughs> Actually, now that you say that, I especially this year, like I've already planted the seeds. Oh, like you planted them in the past, and you and they're coming. The crops are starting to come on. Well, I'm so hyper focused on what I'm creating, the life I want to create, the vision that I have for my life, that the seed has been planted. So now I'm just fertilizing it. I'm tending to my crops every day. Loving it. Right. Mm-hmm. I write my goals out three times a day. I have them recorded on my phone. At 5 a.m., my alarm is me reading my goals That's to myself. Awesome. So awesome. literally in my dreams sometimes, I'm hearing, I'm like, 
Hey, what's that? Yeah. It's it's because <laughs> that is awesome. Your subconscious never sleeps. No. It's constantly open, and so I have it all over. Just like you've got your goal, your subconscious. Even though you're looking at me, your subconscious yeah. is still taking it in. Well, it, it, you know, all of our surroundings, and, and I mean, we're absorbing words, and even words on this shirt, right. and, and that's why I mean, it, I think the thing of it is, once once we know it's that easy that we're, we have osmosis for everything, you start tuning up your environment and throwing this out and throwing that out and putting that there, right? It's like it all counts. It all goes in the bucket. Yeah, because nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to work some shitty job. No. Nobody. Every it's inherent in every. We want to do what what we what we came here to create and right. do, make the world a, a, like heaven on earth, a reflection right. of what we right. Yeah, let it out. Let it out. Just, dude, listen to this. <laughs> I've got this on a fortune cookie the other day. Check this out. Yeah. If I bring forth what is inside me, what I bring forth will save me. I thought that was pertinent. Yeah, man, because you already are everything. Yeah, it's in, it's in, it's in us. And like, but like you said, the the planting of the seed. I think this we even planted in past lifetimes or past experiences. Oh, I think a hundred percent. And so all it is now is just like waiting for that crop. To, you know, <laughs> right? I think that that the seed, the really the the at the center of the seed is I am the creator. I am the creator. Yeah. And if I'm the creator then I can create whatever I want. And if I can create whatever I want, then I'm going to, I'm gonna treat people differently. I'm gonna come from a place of love and generosity and a totally different frame than the victim. The victim is there's some outside force that has control. Therefore, I don't have any control. I believe I have 100% You have to, right? Because we are the creator. But you're right. Victims get something. You know, they get to wear that coat and get some, I guess, sympathy or maybe a little bit of money here and there. Comfort. But they lose out on so much more. I mean, I've been in victim mindset before and it is... I thank God I'd get out of there pretty quickly because you're right. There's nothing for us there. Right. It's dead end. Totally. Yeah. And so uh, I think that's the the game that we're playing at least. So again, infinity. And so, you know, if you look at that symbol, we might be right here, okay? And right here is just a certain level. Okay, right here is a totally different level of awareness. It's a totally different dimension. So right here, we're learning that I'm the creator. Once you learn I am the creator, I am God, okay, your whole reality changes. Your whole belief in what's possible changes. And then you're able to see that which you can't see as the victim. So you can't even see what's right here if you're if you haven't passed right here. Right. So once you pass here, then you get to right here and there's an ebb and flow. Now some we just talked about this, maybe somewhere on this infinite journey we forget it. Okay. We forget that we're the creator and we go back into the victim. Well, like the yeah. Kali Yuga. Uh, I, I've heard, yeah. Well, that's part of the part of the cycle. The, the new right. that's what twenty five thousand years, twenty four thousand years. Right. Well, and to that point, I I think that what happens is we we like you said we forget. You know, we 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 remember and then we forget, or else we we practice. It's just like going to the gym. You go to the gym for a while, you start feeling good, or just like right. TM, you do TM for a while, start feeling good, and then you drop it off. And that's right. why it's like, or or, or anything, you know. In branding, you know, they say, hey, sell the transformation, sell the transformation. Don't sell anything else but the transformation. Then a couple of days go by and you're like, uh, I think I'll try to try this angle or that angle. And it's like, don't we, we, 
it's I, I think of it like delusional. Like we're totally. living in Maya, we forget, you know, it's easy to go back to sleep. Like the Buddha, just go back to sleep. Good days, years go by and you wake up again. Well, it's to that point is that, okay, now let's say that there's another level. Let's say like there's this level where we're just like infinite. We are one with the infinite. Well, again, this is my own personal story, my own personal experience. I have experienced what it feels like to be infinity, to be the entire universe. I have experienced that. And while it's really cool to be the universe, it's super boring because there's no interaction. Right, no physical, no. Right. Yeah, there, yeah exactly. Well, that's supposedly why, we, why some people believe why we came here. And I believe that too, to do, to do both, translate the thoughts to things, get our hands in the clay, right. record podcasts. Right. But, but you know, that's right here putting our hands in the clay right here might be that I can form anything out of just, it's not. So in the science of getting rich, it talks about man is at the level where he take, he, he creates these images on the screen of his mind. Then he goes out into nature and he takes things from nature and he creates what's on the image in his mind. And that we have not evolved yet to the stage where we can create directly from source but I believe that there is a level where we create directly I do, from I do source. Too. We're, we're, we'll be, we're, we'll be inst, instantaneous. Right. I, I do believe. Because we yeah. already are. I mean, look at the right. thing. We're plastic. just doing it. Yeah. Where the hell did plastic come from? Where, does, where the heck did anything come from? Yeah. It's all raw materials. This metal for this computer came out of the earth. Right. Or out of the ether, right? It all comes from nothing. So I think that like what we were just talking about, all it is is to teach us that we have the ability to create and, and it's levels of creation. Like first we started with totally raw, organic rocks and mm-hmm. wood, and then yeah. we created metal. Crude, it, it, right. Like spears and stuff, and then refine, refine. Refine, refine, refine. Well, there's going to come a place in that refinement and in that evolution where we're just able to create instantaneously out of the ether. Because mm-hmm. there have been people like Nikola Tesla says like, contained in this space that I'm making with my hands that seems like there's nothing mm-hmm. there is contained everything. Right. So it's already all there. We just have to get to the level where we believe it's all there. And then we can focus our intention and our desire in that empty space. And then boom, if I want a freaking puppy, a puppy just appears. You yeah. know? Right now, if I think about a puppy, I have to think about it and think about and it. And then someone brings and right. someone goes, hey, knock on the door. Hey, I got a loose, uh, an extra puppy. Do you want it? <laughs> I mean, that that's the how no, it I happens want a now. Puppy. Yeah, totally. Only, only because our limited mind says... Puppies don't appear out of thin air. People bring you puppies because they have an extra one. Right. Right. I think because of how fast things are changing, like we're in the, we're in such a special time to be alive that right now, I mean, we got people watching us on a phone, you know, all around the world. This will go out all around the world. Like we're in the most amazing time. It's a time of evolution. We're like in this precipice of major evolution. And I think the major evolution is consciousness where we are being rewired to believe, to have totally new beliefs. Because as you're, I don't know how aware you are of this, but there's so many old paradigms that are being questioned right now. I think, yeah, that's, I think that's the history of human beings, right? Is that's all, I mean, starting with. Well, starting with caveman time, but then the biggest one was, hey, the sun revolves around the earth, right? Right. The earth is flat. Kill that guy. (laughs) 
Let's kill that guy. I think about this all the time. I'm glad you brought this up. What what do we think we know now that isn't true? Because you know, guarantee there are a bunch of stuff. Because just like, but it, I I think that's human nature to be like, okay, we got it all figured out. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything's been figured out. No, no, it, it's, it, it never ends. But sometimes I think people get in that mindset, and it's like. That's not true, man. You know what? You just unlocked something for me when you said, what do we, what are we holding on to? How well, did you well, put what, it? what do we know that isn't true? Right. <laughs> I think almost everything. So it's, we're at a point where we need to totally reprogram ourselves that anything is possible. Right. That, that, that's been a big, a big shift in my own life is the fact that when you decide, well, whatever you, uh, this notion of beliefs, like uh, what do we call it? Deconstructing belief, right? We all hold a belief like it's the, you know, end all be all, but it's just a, a, a way we've chosen to look at the world, a thought, comp- you know, thoughts we put together. And once we just deconstruct everything, it, it, it opens everything up. hundred percent, hundred percent. And if you don't like your, if you don't like the results you're getting in your life, yeah. then your beliefs, your it's beliefs. the belief. Yeah. You know, you got to be expectations and believe oh, this is assumptions. You right. Know? Yeah. You got to change that belief. It's something in there's not freaking clicking. Right. You got to you got to change that. And most people are just they have a cognitive bias or cognitive dissonance where um, they will hold on to something even if even people will die for tradition even in favor of the truth. Yeah. So even if there was I mean just there's no way what you believe is true. It's staring you right in the face. They'll still believe it. Why do you think that is? Uh, one, I think people hate to admit that they're wrong. I agree. Humans hate to admit that they're wrong. Because <laughs> then their whole life would have been a lie, right? Right. <laughs> well, that's total ego. Right. The ego doesn't want to admit that it's wrong. And so um, I think that's probably the biggest. Um, in fact, I think that's the only. It's probably. Yeah, ego is at the, you know, not the ego is not to throw ego under the bus, but it's at the root of a lot of problems we create for ourselves yeah i mean uh, we're all we we live in an ego reality yep we all have an ego um i think it's being aware of what what are the programs running your ego and like you just said how much of that is just bs Mm -hmm. and again if you don't like your results then you've got to deconstruct it down to those beliefs because those beliefs just like a computer a belief is just a program yeah it's just a program that's running your bio computer which is your mind and your mind is running your biomechanical robot your body and then your body goes out takes actions in the in the reality and it produces results Mm -hmm. it's super simple if you break it down but it's hard again if you're not open and willing to say oh i was wrong i was wrong about that I mean, how many people are playing like that victim thing? Like, um, man, people are wearing a badge. I'm a victim. I was raped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it is true. And yeah. they're wearing that badge, like a badge of honor. Whereas that it becomes experience- part of their story and then they just in, in, internalize it, whether it's that or I was poor or I was right. dumb or I was this. Whatever it is. Yeah. I am this. This happened to me. Yeah, it did. It happened to you because that was a karmic lesson. It was there to stimulate you to grow. And hopefully there's some point in your life where you can look back on it and you can grow from it or 
It will just keep eating you and eating you and eating you until one day you go to the doctor and they say, hey, you got cancer. Hey, something, because that is just dis-ease in the body. It's funny you mentioned that. One of the things that is really like... um I'm really aware of lately is this notion, just back to the story, whether you're talking about something that happened to you in your childhood that wasn't pleasant or is happening now that isn't pleasant or whatever, like again, where we focus, but whatever you're talking, you're making it, you're activating again in right. the now. And right. so even if it did happen, it's almost like, just forget about it. Cause whenever you pull your, your energy and your focus away from it, that seed's just going to wither and go into nothing. Right. But if you keep activating it every day, and this is right. something I try to be really conscious of don't even talk about it. Think about whatever anything happened, and then because if it didn't happen now, say thank you happened. for it. Yeah, yeah, say thank you, thank you. Right? It's like rewriting that story and re you know recleaning that disc because whether whatever happened is I I view it as like you know maybe a low level of awareness or an unconscious moment or whatever or not really knowing we have the power right or other circumstances. But if you just let it go like a cloud in the sky and and instead of detach attached to it then it's like, it, it's almost like it never happened. Yeah. You know what is that? I, I had that phone call, that, that meeting this morning, and that meeting stemmed from a conversation yesterday. And what you just, I think the main lesson, this is just my, insp- my intuition talking, is that the main lesson for a victim is to forgive. Yeah, I've, I've, I would agree with that. I think that right now, for so many people, a big lesson in their spiritual evolution, in their consciousness evolution, is to forgive. And so I think that, because I believe in karma, I believe in reincarnation, just from my own experiences. And um, I think that we, again, the purpose of life in this infinite game is just constant evolution. Constant evolution. What we really are is consciousness energy we are god experiencing itself through this first person reality with countless infinite numbers of perspectives that have happened throughout the history of the universe right and so each of us when we die we can almost like okay check that off i learned that i learned that i learned that okay cool i'm gonna i gotta hop back in the game right okay and when you hop back in the game then you come with all okay i'm at i'm at level Let's put it. I'm coming in here. Right. Boom. And then here I'm just restarting where I left off with these lessons. And those lessons you need to learn come with experiences that you have to experience in order to learn them. And I think right now a big lesson for people is forgiveness, to forgive each other. um, Because even a part of forgiveness is not judging because, man, I see like really like a macro view is I see we are evolving out of an old age and into a new age, out of an old age of scarcity and into a new age of abundance. And that old age of scarcity, it is right at the end of its cycle and it, at the end of its life, it does not want to die. It's gonna fight. Yeah. Right, and it's mm-hmm. fighting. I mean, dude, man, you got everybody, there's so much division, everybody's well, the, against the, the everybody. The are moving farther apart and then eventually one's either gonna have to rubber band to the to the prosperity side or else keep, I don't, I don't think there's pain. a choice there's not a choice because yeah, because things always get better and better and better right it's just will we allow them to get better and better you know <laughs> well I mean I think 
I think because, like you said, we're creators. We can create the we can create the the shitty situations too. And if we stop doing that, you know, this notion of like st- stop doing things that are hurting you, and your body naturally heals. You naturally feel better. You know, when we stop putting garbage in thoughts, food, whatever, yeah, the body tunes up. Yeah, yeah. So I think those people that aren't they're resisting resisting. Resistance is huge. That's another factor that yeah, TM because they're helps. not resisting the 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 lesson, the lessons in their life. So they're resisting it. So they're looking for something to resist against. So it's like, hey, uh, the Republicans don't like the Democrats. The Democrats yeah. don't like the Republicans. Just all this. It's a it's a soap opera. It's it drama for all those low vibrational people because none of that affects you. It doesn't. That's why I gave up on politics. I, I, I still care for my country and want to do you know, the country to be successful. My country's the but, planet. Right. Mike. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I'll leave. I'll leave yeah. if this place keeps because tur- I <laughs> we'll actually see a lot of high level people are leaving. Yeah. Like I like what I was talking United about. States leaving. Oh United, yeah, a lot yeah. of people are going to Puerto Rico, which yeah. is I'm being drawn to. A lot of people are going to Mexico. So it's all vibration and we were talking earlier about we don't I don't think we have as much free will as we think we have is that if you can let go, then you'll be attracted. So if like things get crazy in America, I personally believe that my faith is I'm living my life in the right way, in a certain way, that I'll be inspired to leave yeah. before the like right let's say the meteor hits yeah. Boise. You'll just step to the side and be like, boom. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Um, if you're it, into, yeah, tuned in. Right. Because we're all tuned in. You're, the only way to not be tuned in is to be dead. Good point. And so, but some people are tuned into just a, a shitty radio station. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or they're just get they just, just disruptive. The, power, the power's unplugged or whatever. They're not. And I, I've been there. You're not receiving the signal, or you don't want to receive the signal. Right. Whatever reason, as soon as you realize, start waking up that you can receive the signal. There is help and guidance there because we were talking about intuition before this episode too. That it, I, it was two or three years ago when I made it my goal to develop more intuition because this is something we're not taught right (laughs) right just use your use your intellect right that only gets you so far which is about a nanometer in the grand scheme of things right yeah man i what now we just got on a whole new topic with that intuition because that's a part of a new dimension that we're evolved. That's part of the new the, cycle. The we're going, D, the, right. I don't know what D. I whatever D. Yeah. yeah I, it's, I, it's a new dimension for right. sure. And that is like the inner world. And your inner world is where your intuition lies. It's where your imagination lies. These these higher senses. Because we in this reality, we're I mean, from the time we're born to the time we die for the average ordinary person, they are taught to live through their senses. Right. That we don't go inside. Nothing that, for you there. Right. But we all have intuitive moments where like our intuition's like kicking us in the face. Hey, you should do this. You don't listen to it. Then you get your ass mm-hmm. kicked, you know. Mm-hmm. It's happening. But we're like you said, we're not taught. No. And um, so I've been on most this. Most of us. Right. Most of us. Um, that was leading me to this is that, I mean, I've been on this journey since 2005 and I cannot tell you how much I, I've seen things change. All right. All right. Let's Rock do it. Roll part two. Part two. Gary G. Part two slash part one again. You know it. What, what you went up to since we chatted last time? 
I mean, I feel like my world is it's going and transforming so fast that it feels like so much has changed since we last talked. I just got back from California. I saw that. That was uh, incredible. It was incredible in the sense that I was able to um, go through this program, the PSI Basic, um, from a different perspective. You know, from a voluntary perspective, and um, so you've been through it before as a as a student, right? And this time I was uh, volunteering. What made you do that? What what just give back? What's what's the why, why volunteer? I mean, what's the um? Be, it's repetition. Mm, okay, so you get exposure to it again, hundred percent. But but when you're volunteering, I'm assuming you're helping facilitate. Some of yes. these things. So, yeah, so yeah. you get to teach and learn. I was and- running a what's called a small group. So uh, how the content works is you we go through a lesson and then we break up into these small groups and you actually implement things that you've learned. We have assignments that we do in our small groups and, and so on and so forth. So I actually facilitated a small group. That's probably like learning 2.0 because when you, when you learn, when you teach, you learn, right? 100%. Hundred percent. Awesome. How did you? How were you able to do that? Did you reach out and say, "Hey, I want to be a volunteer"? Or? It happened naturally and spontaneously. You the seed, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, in in my business, I was just reaching out to people that I knew um, to kind of share with them what my business is, and I reached out to one of my fellow uh, MLS brothers and said, just kind of shared, "Hey," and caught up, and he's like, "Hey, I'm facilitating a." basic here in Newport Beach and I just Dude. said oh I'm there I'm yeah. there <laughs> nice. so it's kind of happened very quickly it wasn't something you planned for six months or a year no I'm the worst planner ever I don't Dude. plan well the best, the best things happen those spontaneous kind of things right where a lot of the behind the scenes work has been done and it's just okay here I right show up yeah yeah I'm the worst I'm the I'm the guy that shows up to the airport and says but hey I'm things- trying to go to California what do you got <laughs> but yet things work out for you L every uh, time. Yeah, I know. I've traveled yeah, yeah. with you. <laughs> <laughs> so how? So we down there for what? Through we a long weekend, multiple day. I mean, a week. What was? Uh, Wednesday to Monday. Okay. So I went there for two day. I went there early two days, and I just hung out at the beach, and then I saw another friend that's from that I met through PSI as well. Um, we spent the day together. Went and had lunch. Went and just talked and caught up and just. <laughs> Had a phenomenal time. Just hung out at the beach, hanging yeah. out in California. Because yeah, we talked about this prior, but share what PSI is because I'd never heard of it. But you said this is the roots of some of the people that listeners will know. Oh, yeah. I mean, PSI is the oldest <clears throat> personal development organization, I believe, in the world. But I know for sure in North America. It was founded um, by a man named Tom, Tom Wilhite. Um, and it's just really good information. I mean, uh this is what I mean. Bob. This is the only personal development organization that Bob Proctor promotes. Yeah. Uh, this is where Jack Canfield came from. Deepak Chopra. I mean, a lot of big names uh, have come out of this work. Wow. And again, even that, it came to me very naturally and spontaneously. One of my best friends here locally. Uh, I don't know where I was at in 2017 in June, but he just reached out and said, hey, we're putting on a basic. It's the first ever basic in Boise. And I said, oh, don't don't say another word. I'll be there for sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, I went to the basic and 
Uh, I immediately signed up for the advanced courses because there's three. Next. There's a basic, there's size seven, and there's MLS. And I signed up on the spot. Because you were so sold on it. It was so, you found huge value. Oh, what? not only did I see huge value, but I, I mean, there were some very miraculous things that happened at that basic. Not only at the basic, but um, in each, even when I went to the ranch, just very um, confirming things like, like, hey, you're supposed to be here. Really? Like synchronous, synchronicity oh, yeah. things? Okay. 100%. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it all just unfolded. Wow. Wow. PSI. Does this, does that stand for something or is... Personal Success Institute. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Dude, I love it. <laughs> yeah. In fact, there's a great... Uh, the kind of foundational book is called Living Synergistically. Wow. Uh, very... I mean, it's a little pamphlet. It's a... Along the lines of your book. Oh, it's super thin. Yeah, but very powerful. In fact, I'll get you a copy. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. I would actually love that. Rank that book, if you could compare it and contrast it to like The Science of Getting Rich and those some other books. I mean, value-wise and or content-wise, how do you... I would say it's in the top I, 10. I, I mean, The Science of Getting Rich is... On that's it. like it's, your favorite book. Oh, it's on a league of its own. <laughs> it really is. It's it? something that I don't. I don't compare anything to it. Okay, so that's its own category. Hundred <laughs> percent. So this, but book it's is in the top, top ten. 10. And actually, there's a book that goes along with uh, Psy that's uh, a phenomenal book too. Like I can't a complimentary think of, book that they put out. Yes. Produce. Yep. That Tom Wilhite himself uh, wrote, and he passed away, I believe, in the '80s. Okay. Um, plane crash. Oh really? On so there's they have a huge um, ranch in Northern California. Uh, I mean it's a it's a it is a magical place. Seriously. In fact, during the um, the wildfires of last year, it burned everywhere oh. around. You're kidding? The ranch really? So it's like yeah. this pristine oasis in the midst of oh yeah destruction. Yep. Wow. And that, so Tom acquired it from another man. Uh, I can't remember his first name, last name. Uh, can't remember the last uh, name. Either. Another he acquired that that the that property facility or, yep. that, that, or from. And then he, uh, gosh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Patrick is uh, Pen Patrick. Okay. Something Pen William okay. Pen Patrick, I do believe. Um, and they acquired it from the Native Americans oh, around. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's. It's uh, like ancient, maybe even get, like you said, it's got some spiritual stuff going on in there. Well, I know Obviously, it does. If the, if the stuff burned. Well, so not only that, it. but you the energy. I mean, they hold they hold uh, uh, a size seven every month, and I think that they probably hold uh, an LS probably once a quarter or so. So I mean, you got a lot of energy that's congregating. I I I personally believe that. Um, Places on the planet attract people. I agree too. So it's attracting people there. Mm -hmm. Just like I've heard, I don't know if you've heard about Boise under Warm Springs. There's like crystals. The geo stuff. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's a, it's energy. It's vibrating. Mm -hmm. So we're we're just unconscious. So then the French, when they settled here, I mean, they just... But, so, but someone knew, someone who was tuned in knew this was a... Or they right. know where the special places are. Well, they might not have been that in tune, but then when they got here, there's like, oh, there's water, there's... This. See, warm. on a surface level, they think, oh, yeah, here's the place. Right. Because it, it holds all the, the mm. resources that we're looking for to settle. Right. But on a deeper level, 
yeah, their their yeah. antenna was saying, oh, here's a special spot, right? Because that 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 part that tunes in is infinite, right? And it's it's part of a collective whole which transcends time and space. So it's looking, you know, maybe a thousand years into the future and saying, oh, guess what? This is where we need to settle because right. we're going to build some just wild shit in mm-hmm. what's now Boise, Idaho. It's, it's kind of like the stuff that goes down in the in the Middle East, right? I mean, there are some like ancient holy stuff. Oh yeah, stuff going on. Iraq. That's, that's why pe- that's why it's been a a battleground for so many thousands of years right right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean it is it's all energy you know yeah uh, and we see the pyramids of giza were built on ley lines mm-hmm. uh the pyramids in the ancient mayan civilization ley lines yeah. i mean it's almost it's not by it's not accident, yeah no know. way is mm-hmm. we were just tuning in and i think that everything comes full circle where i think that humanity is evolving back to where we were everything goes in cycles so so we lose the knowledge and then we just find the knowledge again and then we i think Mm. it's called the kali yuga these huge cycles of time where humanity forgets things and then we remember things ebbs and flows Uh, i think we talked about this on the other one is i think the next stage we're leaving yeah we're leaving this place in fact today very um not ominous but fortuitous uh potent yeah that's uh, that they took the first picture of a black hole today or it it wasn't taken today but it was uh yeah it's all over the social media Oh, really i have to go check that out yeah so it's a very uh what's the word momentous Mm. occasion uh historical it's more like with astrology or whatever it's uh not oh, ominous, but um, gosh dang it. I have a interstell- friend. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but but so they took that picture, huh? That's incredible. Yeah. And it it, go, it further proves like Einstein's theories and Is things it? like that. Black about, holes are a trip. Oh, yeah. It's have you trip. seen that movie Interstellar? I have, yes. That's one of my favorite movies. I know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie tripped me out. Oh, yeah. Take a couple hits of acid and watch <laughs> that movie, dude. <laughs> well, you've seen it multiple times, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you were On going, acid. When you were at the theater, you're like, I'm going back again and again. Oh, and again. yeah. It's I've such a it deep once, movie. I need to see it again. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies that folds in on itself and you got to pay attention to what's right like going down right because if you can un- see it from the deeper level then uh, i mean for me at least i understood myself at yeah. a deeper level and how um we're already doing those things we're already interstellar well, and, beings and, and, you know and people have told us that there is there's no time it's all happening now there's right. no time it's our own construct right. right now is past and present and all being right there right yeah, you just bring up a good point is that I think that part of this evolutionary shift that we're going through, a part of that learning is to transcend the concept of time. I would agree. Because um, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of a crappy game to play, really, because, you know, we get stuck in the past or we get stuck in the future. So we need to, I think, transcend it in order to go where we're going. Right. Or be who we're going to be, whatever you right. want to call it. In order to open up our hearts and to live from our intuition or not our intuition, we have to be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But like we've, we've talked about that before, that all of the stimuli that are coming in now is I think we've kind of maybe designed it subconsciously to blow the circuit so that we'll have to bring on online our, you know, our the the, the part of us that can hold it. Dude, can, you know, yes, 100%. Because people are freaking burning out. And, wow. And, you know, they're 
it, there's just so much come, coming at. I mean, I kind of joke around sometimes saying that there's nothing really uh, going on on the internet when there is so much going on out there. But eventually it's going to bl- you can't take in that kind of information or, or this part of us can't. Right. This part of us. Right. Ding, 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 you know, it's it, infinite. It's infinite. It can handle right. it. But it will. I think it's kind of like the pre-designed. Well, I mean, I see you have a quote from Abraham. Is oh, yeah. He talks. Uh, Ab- I shouldn't say he. It. <laughs> it talks about the solution is contained in the challenge. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. We created this so that we could find the solution in it. It's an infinite game. It's right. a game with no end. And that's, to me, what's so exciting is that, because I, I, we talked about this on the first one, too, is that um, I believe in immortality, 100%. Mm-hmm. And more and more, like, it's being confirmed and, like, it's being hardwired. Yeah. Well, and, even Abraham says it's a, it's a choice that we Right, die, right. You know. I mean, yeah, think about old people. Right. One, they have an, a belief at a mm-hmm. cellular level that gets... Yeah. Uh, perpetuated on and right on. um and then especially in western culture is that when people get old we throw them in a home we do throw them in a home nobody with, visits uh, them anymore people like them and right. this whole thing when it's you're around right you're around young people I, I, the a few weeks ago i met a lady she's like 80 something she looks looks like she's 40 or 50 but she's a spry she's out around doing things and she's still interested in all sorts of things she's really an inspiration yeah, because you know, I mean, at that age, some people have like they're done. They're they're ready to. Ch- they're waiting to check right. out. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm Not, done with the game. Right. But it's it's totally about what you're, what environment you're in, what you're thinking. Right. How passionate you are still about life. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's I I'm looking forward to yeah. like the like we we're just saying tr- to transcend uh, time would also mean you're going to transcend these other theories that are concrete in this reality, like gravity. Yeah, you're going to forge new. You're right. Forging new ground and going right. to new places that people haven't gone before doing things they haven't done. Right. Uh, so I just went to lunch with a guy uh, a couple weeks ago who is uh, an LDS guy, Mm -hmm. but very open-minded, very. Mm -hmm. And we got into this conversation. Uh, I was telling, I believe I'm God, you're God, Uh everybody's God, you create your own reality. And he was like, even now he texts, he's like texting me saying, dude, you're like. Do you think you opened some Oh, without a doubt. Uh That's my job is to unplug people from the matrix. Yeah. Um, But in in that conversation we were talking, everything is a theory. It There's is. no such yeah, thing yeah. as truth, right? You, yeah. Well, what 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 is true, right? Yeah. Well, the truth is whatever you deem it to totally. be, because your your reality is just constructed out of your truths, right? But and if you can be fluid in your beliefs and have the, to me like the underlying belief that rules my life is anything is possible, right? Anything, immortality is possible, uh, um, teleportations possible, anything. Like I'm, I'm waiting for that stuff, you know, to happen. Um, but we were talking about those things and how everything is a, just a theory. So some, someone has studied this thing called gravity. Uh, Isaac Newton. I mean, he was the first kind of physicist, and he all he did was wrote a sales paper. Oh really? Like he he sold sold, sold the idea. idea. Mm-hmm. It's all ideas. It is all Copernicus ideas. Copernicus sold an idea that the uh, Earth rotates around the sun, not mm-hmm. vice versa. They're just salespeople. Right. 
And then when you get enough people agreeing to it, then mm. that becomes the truth. <laughs> totally. Well, and until I, it's not. It's so true, Gary. I think about that all the time. Like how many times in his history have humans been wrong? But but yet in our day and age or whatever slice you want to look at in in human evolution or existence, it's like, well, we figured it all out. Right. <laughs> oh, have we? Yeah, but whenever you think you figure it all out, of the universe or whatever shakes you up to it say, does. "Oh, just joking." It's just it's exactly because I mean, if we have if we've continually messed up big, I mean that like the Earth is flat. That's a pretty big mess up. Right. The, the Earth revolve or the, the the sun revolves around the Earth. That's a pretty big mess up. Is it a mess up you know? or is it just a level of the, that's it's the a, level of consciousness? I think it's that yeah, we a had level of consciousness to. and a level of understanding right. and, and and and, a, and awareness and knowing and studying because we yeah, what's left, right? I mean, we, 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 we do the best we can with what we've got. Right. Well, you can, can only see as far as you can see yeah. until you get to where you can totally. see further. The perspective. Right. Totally. And so that's, I mean, that's going Look back to what I'm s- Haven't they discovered even littler planets outside of Pluto? I mean, these Oh, yeah. Big, they mean, just <laughs> discovered a whole new galaxy sitting right next to the Milky see, Way. It's, yeah. it's like, how the hell did you miss that? Yeah. So, but that's in quantum physics is the observer always finds what they're looking for. You're always going to find it. So the the better salesman is the one that wrote Mm -hmm. the better, the more convincing paper. Which is kind of scary when you think about it, right? Well, that's why I don't believe in anything. You, you can't. You got to do your own, put your own experience into play and say, okay, look, or just like withhold judgment, you know, like saying, you know what? When when it comes time to know, I'll know, right? And for now, it's good. Or just kind of go along, like okay, no, what I know now, put it into play. What I know now, right? You know, it's never done, it's, right? You're never never be, done ever. It's fascinating. There's an infinite number of levels, and so we're about we're climbing up to a whole new level. I mean, right now it's 2019. We're surrounded by this awesome stuff. We're making videos mm. on freaking supercomputers. But if you would have went back 300 years, your ass would have got hung Yeah, for saying, hey, we're going to record it, 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 voices. It, 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 They're right. like, this is a witch. Yeah, you're done. Let's hang this you are, person. You, you are out. Right. Even though there were people hanging out that are kind of like, I think that, that that's cool. Or I want to, you know, I want to know something like that. But you can't, you couldn't pipe up. Right. right? Well, yeah, it, you couldn't because we had not evolved past that level where it was where people's minds were open. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I shared this on our last talk is the the Ian Lungold documentary about the Mayan calendar. Refresh our memory's eyes. Yeah. So he was talking about the Mayan calendar is a calendar of conscious evolution, consciousness yeah. evolution. And so everything happens more perfectly than our finite minds can understand. And for me, the story, because he talks a little bit about this, but to paraphrase is the story, the allegory of Jesus was a time in the consciousness of humanity where it taught ethics. Mm. Where people needed to learn ethics. Right. And he Morals was there to teach ethics. the ethics. Well, that, or I think it's it? just a story. Sure. But, 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 but based on the story, that was the, he right. was the teacher. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I look, look at, that. uh, Treat your neighbor good. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Be those are morals and ethics. Yeah. So before Jesus came around, we were even more uh, um, barbarian-like. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, there was the raping and pillaging and just 
all sorts of craziness coming along until a new consciousness Mm -hmm. came about. And I think because there's so many similar stories all around the planet around that same time that, so that was the, that was the information that was being spread through the universe was morals and ethics. So he kind of tuned it, tuned people up. Right. Right. We're all, it's all unconscious. Mm -hmm. Even now, like we're being tuned up. Like you said, is that there's an underlying pressure that I, I, I think a lot of people feel I do too like hey this the way things are going it does it's not working and what's what's happening is they're looking for an outlet to blame yeah because because we because no one you all we're programmed to look outward whose problem is it's the government's fault is it my employer's fault is it my neighbor's fault right right what's your thoughts uh well, I think in order to evolve to that next level of consciousness, you have to take total radical responsibility. That's another thing I was talking to my buddy at lunch about was when you believe that you are God, then you take absolute responsibility for everything that happens mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. So whenever anything happens to me, the first question I ask is, how, why did I create this? Yeah. Why did I create this? Like, what is the underlying higher level lesson that I obviously need to learn Mm -hmm. that I would create this experience? Yeah. So like, I never, I never get sick, Mm -hmm. never get sick. I never have accidents. Like those things never happen. Because it's not in your consciousness. Right. Not in your, you've already purged that from your. Right. I'm not a victim. I am the creator of my reality. I'm the creator. So I take full responsibility for every little thing that happens in my life. Mm -hmm. And so when you come from that place, it's just a higher level of awareness. So I asked him the same question, like, hey, if you really believe that you are God and you were on this mission to more realize that you are God, how would you treat people differently than you're treating them right now? Mm -hmm. How would if you they're treat you, them? How right? Would you treat them? Mm-hmm. If they're if they're also gods in training, like how are you going to treat them? Are you going to be more forgiving? Are you going to be more compassionate? Sure. Are you going to be less judging? All of these things that are, and when you don't learn those lessons, that's when you have the accidents. That's when you get sick. All those things, because at a deeper more spiritual level your spirit's like hey like we were talking about hey i want to move at the speed of light let's go uh-huh. and you got this resistance back. right oh my gosh i'm mad i'm mad at my brother for something he did when we were kids mm-hmm. and i'm yeah, still I'm pissed off that shit around yeah bro. for a freaking <laughs> decade you know when i'm really tuned in and really fully present i think to myself if i say i can't or i don't have it in me to do this that's like a smite against God or source. Right. And, and when you think of it that way, you're like, oh, oh, right. You know, that's like small little mind, mm. little ego mind yeah. making a stupid statement that when you look at the grand scheme of things, oh, you're saying source or infinite intelligence can't do it. And right. It humbles me really. Big. Oh, that's Huge. so good. Yeah. Because uh, the infinite working through you. Yeah. It has no, like you said, no limitations, right. no it doesn't know any bounds, only restricted by what we filter, you know, we put, we filter it through. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, cause I'm certainly not perfect. I'm still God in I training too. Any, yeah. I don't think any, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there are anyone human beings that are, I mean, otherwise 
maybe they I don't know because it kind of this is the playground right where we evolve and grow and right learn. yeah yeah perfection's so an illusion it is an illusion and and if it if it's never going to be in if the evolution of human beings or consciousness never ends then maybe no one is ever perfect it's just this progression game progression yeah right for where there's no you can never win the game no highest level right yeah no highest level none that's and that's why again like i love to i i I took so much out of going to the psi basic is that i was able to view the lessons from a different perspective and i was able to see others going through and having their programs Mm -hmm. triggered and say oh i do that that's probably hugely valuable on your own right growth to see i do that so if I can, because every, like you were just saying, is that let's say you have a, a deep burning desire to be wealthy. Okay. That's not your desire. That's the desire of the right. infinite wanting to Through work. You. Exactly. Yeah. But then all the bullshit. Okay. Those are your programs. They're programmed. Just I'm like not a good computer. enough. Right. It's not for me. I can't right. do it. Mm. Right. All of that. It's all programs that you picked up from from the time from actually forty seven days after your dad went inside your mom. Is that when kids can start picking up subtle vibrations? Forty seven days is when the Buddhists say that the soul the spirit enters the body. Is that so? Okay. Yeah. So forty seven days after the egg is fertilized, that is when a massive uh, dose of DMT is you've released me, in the pineal gland. Before, yeah. And so so not only is 47 days massive release, but also at the moment of death, a massive release of DMT. I've heard about that too. So the Buddhist The body's say, done. Right. Out, out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's so 47 days, seven times seven, everything's math. And... Uh, yeah, so as soon as that happens, you're taking in data. You're taking in data, creating Building programs. Up your programs. Right. Boom, 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 boom. In fact, um, even when from the from the moment that egg is fertilized, you go through the entire evolution of the universe. From a single Whoa. cell organism to a multi-cell organism. If you look it up, you're a dinosaur. Hmm. You're a reptile. That's when your reptilian brain is being uh uh, formed, developed, exactly. You become a little monkey. Mm-hmm. The tail. <laughs> yeah. You actually evolve because the human is the highest form of creation that we found in the universe thus far. I've heard that. So you actually you contained in you is everything in the entire universe contained in this little body. Right. And we're going around saying, I'm not good enough. <laughs> Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not the valuable. Substantial statement of of a lifetime that you summed it up, Gary. I mean, that putting it in that perspective is like, what the hell is holding anyone back? Programs, programs, and the most uh, the most destructive programs that everybody has is I'm not good enough. I'm not valuable. I'm not lovable. And those are all the the greatest way to solve those is to program them from yourself mm-hmm. because we got those the um, the opposite from our outside world. I'm not good enough. Uh, we were just talk, talking about this at basic is 
as an adult, when we see a mom turn her back to her child, we don't take that as traumatic. But a baby sees it as traumatic. Mm. Even if the baby doesn't understand the context of the mannerism, the mom just, the baby's crying. Oh, I maybe I'm hungry. The only way the baby knows how to communicate is through crying or cooing. And so mom turns, mom maybe turns the back. Baby is picking up on vibration. Mm. And then boom, there's a, just a micro trauma. Imprint. I'm not good enough. Mom doesn't love me. Why mom just why mom just show me that body language? Body language is 95% of communication yes. is subcommunication. So hey mom oh my what the hell's going I on? I must be bad. I'm a right. bad <laughs> internal boom. I have a child and there's sometimes he pisses me off and sometimes I snap. But the quicker I can say and I I personally think I'm just I'm actually maybe too much love you know well, i yeah, love that you know how power, how important it right is. i want him to feel an uh, overwhelming sense of i am good enough mm-hmm. i am valuable i am loved not only from me and his mom but from himself yeah oh and, and that that's the key what i think is to teach them that internal that no matter what's right. going on around you because eventually they're going to be with someone who isn't you a teacher or a right employee or whatever and they're going to give them some non-love because they might be in a place of non-love right right just, so you're good they're yeah, just projecting him, you know, yeah so the, it's an internal you know game ultimately. absolutely so my job and this goes for myself because i learned so much from being a parent is that building that the shield guilt shield you know projection shield oh you're just projecting your shit onto me nah i'm perfect whole and complete the mm-hmm. way that i am right i don't, totally don't love myself up, yeah, right? yeah 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 and so i think that the more that people can reprogram themselves by loving and praising and appreciating themselves, it just washes the old programming away so much faster than mm-hmm. anything else out there. Louise Hay talks about it in her book, which is the, I've given that book out more than any other book. You can heal your heal life. Your life yeah. um, talking about mirror work. Yeah. I mean, Huge. just looking at yourself. I mean, I just in basic, I gave the assignment to my small group mm to do mirror work and they were all like oh it was that was the it's hardest powerful, thing yeah. yeah they're like oh mm-hmm. shit one lady says she never looks in her own eyes yeah so when she's getting ready in the morning she's unconsciously yeah. probably just probably criticizing herself something there's some uncomfortableness there in oh some it's sense. so uncomfortable i remember mm-hmm. when i first started doing it like the programs would come up oh i love you gary bullshit mm-hmm. you know oh no way like oh no you're ugly or it's the, just, the programs would come out right it's just it reminds me of that scene in goodwill hunting when he's like i love you i love you and he's trying to sh- you know will uh matt damon's trying to push deflect it and he's continuing right boom, 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 right and eventually breaks down and, right and, and i think that happens that kind of happened to me in mirror work and eventually because you got surface 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 core right and then you have nowhere else to you yeah, you to, got nowhere you to hide. To it, you know. Yeah, it's it's interesting the walls we put up against ourselves. Yeah. That, like, that's the biggest problem is you know I think they're walls for everything, but they keep us from loving ourselves. It's keep it keeping others out, right? Keeping us right. safe, but it keeps us safe from our own relationship right. with ourselves, which is the hugest problem. Totally. Yeah, because you've bought all the other bullshit. Right. I remember there's a, uh, I have a memory in junior high. I did a fashion show where like I had to walk on a catwalk in front of a bunch of people, wow. you know. <laughs> and I remember like these girls like pointing and laughing at me. Oh, And really? at the moment I internalized that. Yeah. 
Whereas now I can look at it and say, oh, no, they were just projecting. Right. Because I can go back in my mind right now and see that younger version of me and say, oh, no, dude, you're the best. Yeah. I love just like I love my son. I can give that same love because your your imagination transcends time and space. Right. So you can go to any micro trauma in your life and you can view it from a different perspective and say, oh, like in that situation, oh, I had nothing to do with you. Right. They were projecting their own insecurities onto you. And guess what? In that moment, you bought that shit. Right. But it's not mm-hmm. true. Well, because you were in a different place, too. And it may be more vulnerable, more, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, you didn't have the tools. I always think about this. Like when you're so big and I, this this idea is kind of pervasive in personal development when you become such a big person that nothing anyone launches at you it's like a little freaking ping thing you're like a giant right like, like tony robbins style you're like awaken the giant within no insult even if someone gets pissed off at you you're like i'm really sorry that that happened to you but like you're <laughs> like yeah. you're not gonna get to me because i'm a freaking giant right, right? and it, it actually helps tune people up, too, because they're like, I launched my full arsenal at this person. Right. And they're so confident and so big that it did not affect them. Yeah. Then they turn. There's like, how do I learn that? Right. Because everyone wants that. Right. Because the smallest little things can break people. And when you're not in the right mindset, it could happen. But when you just keep tuning yourself up. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Because I think naturally everybody is. And this is a great belief that I have. I'm just praising myself thinking about it is I think that everybody at their core is very loving and caring person. Mm. Everybody. Wow. There's not a human that's born that isn't loving and they're God. I like that. They're God. Yeah. But we, through our experiences and through, I think karma is that we have these experiences that, that build up these programs. We, we create the program so that we can learn how to release the program. Yeah. If you if you, no matter what, you don't have a choice. Right. Uh, I, I personally believe in like reincarnation on I the way too. to immortality. So, hey, the lessons you don't learn now, yeah, you get out of your skin suit, you're going to come right back. Right. And, and if you push, if you resist the lesson, resist it, it just gets stronger, it keep, or it keeps coming up and up and up. And finally, you're like, okay, I want to learn the lesson, you know. Right. You, eventually, you got to sit down and take take that lesson. Right. Or it's just going to keep coming. Right. Doesn't go away unless you process it and release it. Yeah, it does not go away. It's infinite. You know, when we were talking about TM and that's how, that's how we kind of met through that channel, uh, that there had been something happened in my life three times and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm tapping out, you know, and then T that's when I got, was brought to TM and I feel it was like a divine thing. Okay. And then the course of meditation going to the, the field of boundlessness and it, cleanses and right because i'm a i'm a big fan of like hey i want this i want the solution that's going to do it all like you said the, yes. the self-love i think self-love tunes up all sorts of stuff relationships money all the stuff but you know if i'm a big fan of like the one solution that's going to do it all and, tr- and meditation is uh, that's one of those solutions oh i agree if not the solution yeah uh yeah, I, I totally agree. I think another big solution is psychedelics. No, oh, well, you know what? I've heard that and it is on my list. Yeah. You've experienced profound benefits from that. Oh, my, I don't, don't couldn't even, I don't even want to count how many times. Could, Every time. Okay, let me ask you this. Compared to some of your other practices, the mirror work, the love, the meditation, how does psychedelics compare with those? It's like the science of getting rich. It's in a league of its own. It's in a league of its own. Really? 
Oh my God! Okay. It's okay. the it's hands down the most I've heard that powerful thing that's ever come in my life. Do you so? And, that, and then you tell me what your experience is. Do you think it's it's because it helps you or facilitates you getting to another state of consciousness that you couldn't get to to your own? What? How? Why is it helpful? What does yeah, it do? Yeah, it's a it's a it's buying a ticket. It's buying a ticket to another world that we go to every night but we're not aware of and in that world so just talking about this i have a, a different awareness of it is that the 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 purpose behind dreaming is for your subconscious to solve problems mm-hmm. and to let go of energy that to clean your karma so the purpose of a dream, when you're having a dream, it's your subconscious, your infinite self. I shouldn't even say your subconscious, your, your infinite being, your God self is going through experiences so that you can let go of energy that you're holding on to. But like we just said, we're taking on so much data. We're having just so many experiences that we can't get rid of it all. So we're holding on to it where with psychedelics is you are you're taking you're getting going on a trip and in that trip you're going the purpose of the trip is to die mm. it's a temporary death of the ego body mm. you're going to dissolve this first person simulation and you're going to go to another realm and in that realm you have an opportunity to clean your karma mm. To clean all, to go through all of the past experiences that you've had in this lifetime and other lifetimes and to clean it, to look at it from a different perspective and to let it go. Mm. So they, that, those drugs facilitate the letting go. 100%. Wow. You do, uh, well, you always have a choice. You can resist can you? the lesson. Oh, for sure. So you can come back with the same stuff you... <laughs> oh, the worst... Timothy Leary said the worst thing that happens is you come back exactly the same person. Wow. That's the worst thing that can happen. No one's ever overdosed, ever. Because it's a natural substance, Yeah, right? the most powerful psychedelic is, is released in your brain every night when you're in REM sleep. What, what is it, the dopamine? DMT, a dimethyltryptamine. DMT. So that's 47 days after conception, DMT, psh, your pineal gland, which is a the gland. Burst. Right. And then at the moment of death, psh, another one. So soul coming in, soul leaving. Mm-hmm. But then every night when you, if, if, I shouldn't say when, because there's a lot. Of, I sleep like an angel. Mm-hmm. I sleep like an angel every deep, night. Oh, sleep. deep dreams, all that. There's a lot of people that don't. No, no, they don't get to the deep level. Right. See, yeah, that sleep is a weird thing. So what, you have to get, or this trip is like getting to that deep level. Oh, it's, you're consciously aware that you're in another dimension. Wow. But like, sleep, like sleeping, but not like a lucid dream kind of a thing? Yes, you are aware that you are in another Wow. From my perspective. Sure, your own experience. Mm-hmm. So like my story is um, in 2005, uh, I was just at a, a, a low in my life. I grew up in Salt Lake, very Mormon culture, very black and white culture. Do this, you're going to heaven. Do this, you're going to hell. It never resonated with me. Um, I would get into these relationships in my 20s with women and 
to try to please them. Like I, I was going to church. I actually went through the Mormon temple. So. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I used to wear the garments and stuff. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I went through it. I studied it. And I was just like, dude, there's just, like, this is not resonating didn't, with me. Didn't jive. Right. So I didn't feel, when I was 24, I didn't feel like I had a sense of spiritual purpose at all. Uh, I was a semi-truck mechanic. And while I made good money, like I just... I was like, oh, I do this, what I got to do for the rest of my life. Like I was surround, I wasn't, I was surrounded by the reflections of me. Mm-hmm. Like one of our business partners that owns the alignment shop with us, he is the most angry guy I've ever met to this day, <laughs> but he was a reflection of me hundred mm. percent. Yeah. And so I, I just, my reality was a reflection of what was going on inside of me. Turmoil, hatred for myself. Um, uh, toxic relationships with the opposite sex and just a really uh, uh, lack of self-worth and self-esteem because no one had ever taught me that type Because you stuff. didn't know about the inner and the outer yet. Right, at all. And so um, it's uh, end of summer, 2005, and I owned a house, but I had a bunch of people that live with me. And so one of my best friends that I'd known since junior high uh, approached me one night and said, hey, I want to let you know I've been smoking weed at your house. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you telling me, you know, no big deal. I go on with my life. And then a couple weeks later, I end up breaking up with the girl that I was dating. I'd been dating her for like three years, just a shitty relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to him. I said, hey, I want to smoke weed with you. And I'm 24 years old. I'd smoke weed one time in junior high. Didn't do anything. Um, So we go in my garage and I smoke cannabis for the first time. And in that moment, I had a quantum leap in my consciousness. Wow. Like I literally saw my reality shift around me. It was as if someone turned on the light switch. Wow. And my whole, I mean, I can, I, I can see it right now in my mind's eye. The shift that happened. Like it was like, what the hell was that? And it made me question everything I'd ever been taught. Everything. Especially when it came to religion and like Jesus and God and all that stuff. I questioned everything. And so I started smoking weed. Uh, I was going to work. Uh, Everybody instantly saw like this change in me. A positive change? Positive change. Mm -hmm. And so I'm smoking weed. uh, And then I come home from work one day. And magically, the book Think and Grow Rich is sitting on my kitchen table. What? Yeah. I'm a high school dropout. I'd never read a book until Think and Grow Rich. Never. Like, I'd read like Goosebumps or something. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even read that. I never read. I never went to school. I never did what anybody told me what to do. And so I read that book. When I read that book, I was like, oh, this is what I've been looking for. This makes sense. This resonates with me. And then I got an iPod and I got the book on audio and I would go to work and I would just listen to it all day, all day, every day. I bet, I bet in a span of three months, I listened to that book 25 times. Really? I would just just eight hours a day. You were just in that. I would have one earbud in, like if I was talking to my dad or talking to other people at at the shop. But if I was on a project on my own, I had both earbuds in, I was just listening. Mm. my work was unconscious I could do that I could sure. work on cars with my with eyes closed yeah. um, but I was learning my brain was just being mm. I was downloading information from the cosmos and so then uh, around Halloween of 2005 
I'm driving my same best friend, Robert, to go see his girlfriend. I still remember that hatchback Honda Civic. I'm driving him there. And he goes, hey, Jason said if you eat mushrooms, it'll change your life. And I was like, oh, dude, well, the cannabis totally changed my life. Let's get some of those <laughs> mushrooms, dog. Yeah, you're already sold. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I'm sold, man. And so well, we bought a bunch of mushrooms and then me and a bunch of uh, close friends of mine ate the mushrooms at my house. We just hung out in my front room, had a great time. But it was another quantum leap. Wow. It was like I saw even further down the rabbit hole that I couldn't see with just the cannabis alone. Mm-hmm. And so I took a week off of work. And I bought, I bought like a couple ounces of mushrooms and every day I would eat as many as I could. You wanted more. You, you wanted more of this, this experience. Well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that this is, this is something. And so I had a crawl space in my house that was pitch black, but it was tall enough that I could actually stand up in it. So it wasn't necessarily crawl space. Um, and so I would eat mushrooms and I would go sit down there. In the pitch black. And wait for something to happen and just oh. like you wanted to be alone. Oh, it happened. Uh-huh. And I would I would see how far it would take me. Wow. Because I was already suicidal. Sure. So you would, you, were, you would hit your rock bottom. So you're right. like, I've got nothing to lose. Right. Wow. And after after um, going through the experience and realizing, um, although I died, my ego died, I wasn't going to die. I was going to come back. Then I was comfortable seeing how far I could go down. So it's very easy for me to totally relax. Although there was a kaleidoscope of reality changing and shifting around me, it's very easy for me to just totally relax and allow it to just sweep me away mm. into this. Because I actually, I would receive a lot. Like I would be, I was downloading tremendous amount of information um, when I was in these uh other dimensions. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was making friends. I mean, I can remember very specifically, there was two male figures. They look like Mario and Luigi. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. And it was one of the first times that I, I ate a bunch. I went down the crawl space and they were excited that I was there. They're pumped. Mm-hmm. Like fact, long lost friends kind of thing. hundred huh? percent. In fact, even now, whenever, whenever I, take a high dose uh i have friends in these other they're very childlike Mm -hmm. and they're excited to see me wow they're pumped they're like oh yeah he's back you know were your friends having this type of experience did you or did you share this oh yeah i would share but none of them were having this experience well no um so in the 1960s, there was a psychologist named uh, Dr. Timothy Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, he started experimenting with uh, LSD and things like that. Now that's the is that the synthetic version of of this, or is that a whole different thing? Because wasn't he doing something with synthetic? Yeah, LSD is synthetic. Um, in my in my uh, experience. They're all the same. Because it's a chemical thing and they're just replicating it in a lab and it's, it's the, the same experience thing. is the exact same thing. I oh, mean, really? I went to the jungles in Peru and drank ayahuasca with shamans. It was the same thing as eating a bunch of mushrooms. Mm. In my experience. Okay. Because they're all they're all meant to mimic death, karma. Rebirth. Release that the 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 all well and I've I know, I think about what Eckhart Tolle says all the time that when you die 
your story and everything that isn't really you will be left here. Right. And that's going to be, yeah, it's left here know. in the memories of the people that are here. Yeah. I mean, and then your yeah. true self emerges, the infinite self, right? right. Uh, yeah. So it sounds something like that. Oh, hundred percent. So, uh, Timothy Leary through his, um, research, he found that the psychedelic experience was almost identical to what, uh, in Tibet, they were the process of dying and rebirth. And so the psychedelic experience is this, is that you take the psychedelics, your ego dissolves. And in that, uh, when it dissolves, you go through what are called bardos, which are just levels of, uh, your karma. You're going to go through, you're going to, you're going to see certain, uh, archetypes and you're going to be able to, uh, go through your karma, past experiences, all these different types of things. And then if you're able to let them go and release at the end of the trip, six to eight hours, you're reborn as a different person and having literally let go. I mean, I remember in Peru, uh, drinking ayahuasca, um, and just having a, just being blasted off into the universe. In fact, uh, uh, I, I remember in Peru, try to wrap your mind around this is I experienced the feeling of infinity. I can't wrap my mind around that. Yeah. Where I was everything wow. in the entire universe. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. We all are, but it's very boring. Oh, really? Yes. Is that why we project and come down? Exactly in right. Cities? Yeah. Because it's very boring. It must be. Otherwise, in, otherwise, we would just hang out there and do that. Right. And you can, but it's but boring. It, but it gets old. Right. Which, which is kind of strange to hear but on the other yeah. hand yeah you want that you want this like in, like you said we want our hands in the clay yeah, the hands in the just clay. like Abraham talks about yeah like Abraham's bored yeah that's, that's why they're, they're projecting through Esther Good to point. teach well, and they, it's and they, boring and they say it all the time they say we get a lot out of yes experience yeah like it's, it's boring not just you like it, we're, it's everything's connected right and that's so uh yeah I had that experience um in the jungle and so one of my my most profound uh, visions was in March of 2006, um, where I, I saw I saw into the future and I saw that um, there's gonna be a lot of transformation like, yeah, that imagine. we're going through as a collective, and that I had a big part to play in in helping people evolve their consciousness. And in the beginning, like I was like, oh, I have no idea what this means, right. but it was. It was uh, it was installed at at, at a cellular level. You mean before you before you were even born, or during this transformation of your own, or when was it installed? Uh, yeah, during that trip? had it been had it been. Inst- I was I mean, only realized in that trip. Yeah, you're right. Because we like, like I came you said, here all the knowing. data's inside. It's right. just what's what are you going to activate, or where right. are you going to? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, when you just dormant that, kind of until you t- activate right. it. Yeah, I wow. knew coming here what my purpose was. At that point in time on that trip, prior to that, maybe not so much. Or prior, no, to, prior to that, I didn't. But prior to that uh, was just part of my story. Yeah. And then that was a quantum moment in my life where then I I discovered my purpose. So before I came, I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell you how many lives I've lived because I can't remember them. Yeah. 
But I think just on my own, based on my experience, is that I've gone through, I've been, I have learned a lot of the lessons. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Because well, you've done the work and you're you know, right. in the trenches. Right. I remember one thing that Ram Das talks about when he, you know, he had that stroke that put right. him in. Put him in and he, and I, I think about this quite often when he said, talks about his experience now and his experience when he was a younger man. He says, that was him. This is me. That's like two different lifetimes. Like, Absolutely. and I think we all kind of have that, like, you know, two different lifetimes or multiple different lifetimes, even though it's one lifetime. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. I can look back on certain saying, um, th- I can too. That's a figment like that of was, my that imagination. Was him. This is me. Right. A different, almost a different person. Right. Right. Oh, hundred percent. Um, it, it wasn't, it's not even real. It's not real. Mm-hmm. It's just a story. Yeah. And in order to keep myself from going insane is we have this chain of memories. But anything, anything that's beyond us sitting down, it's not real. It's already mm-hmm. gone. So it's not even real. Right. Never even happened. Right. This is just a stream of consciousness that we're just blah, 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 spouting out. Right. It's not real. It, it makes, when you say it like that, it makes... You know, when people are either in really shitty situations, we've all been there, right? Or really feeling bad about something that's happened, something someone said to us, something we did. It makes that seem really freaking trivial. Right. Because it it's will all pass. our own, it's all what we do with it. Right. Right. And it's our, our, the, any sort of emotion is just an addictive trigger. It's a trigger that's triggering an addiction that you have. Mm-hmm. So if you're fee- if something happens in your reality and it triggers an emotion such as anger, frustration, sadness, those emotions is something inside of you telling you you're having a you're having an emotional reaction to an addiction that you have. Mm-hmm. You're addicted Something's to something resonating in there right. and tuning it. That's because you're right. If 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 that experience was outside. And you didn't have it inside, right? It wouldn't affect you, right? Like I, I think a lot about like, <laughs> you know, like love sappy love songs or like say a country songs that are like super low. Vibe, like everyone's left me, my white woman's left me, my dogs left me, and it's like those don't resonate with me anymore. It's like right. there's nothing you can lose, right? Like there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing you, know, you can lose when you gain everything inside. Like, there's nothing you can lose that matters. It's if it's outside of you and you lose it, you've lost nothing. You know, right? Uh, I mean, it, but it's easy to it's say. It's easy to say. Thank you for saying it's that. Easy Thank to you say. For saying that. But because I, I've been there when something outside, when an experience or circumstances has right. has been in play, and it has sucked. Yeah. Inside. That, so thank you for clarifying. There's there. <clears throat> you wouldn't have been given the gift of the experience if there wasn't something for you. Now there's a higher it. like. Le- the death see of your this, own child is there to teach yeah. you something, mm-hmm. whether it be compassion or empathy or something. There's a deep yeah. level. It's there for especially a in death. Mm-hmm. Death, any quantum moment has the most profound gift mm-hmm. in the form of a lesson in it. Mm-hmm. And I and I mean I remember when I used to fear death and the unknown. Now I still fear. I mean, I, I don't know fear, but I don't want to have pain, but I don't, as far as death, I, I mean, 
I know that it's a, it's a continuum and it's like there's no, there's nothing can ever really die so it's just going to be some yeah. different experience. <laughs> but even that, I you mean, know? that's easy to say. It is I easy. have a fucking son that I love and if that motherfucker True. dies, True. I'm going to be... Yeah. It's going to be something... It's going to be something, yeah, but no, I, I also know that, I mean, it's Marcus a, Aurelius be, right. talks about it is in having total resolve. Even at the death of your own child, mm-hmm. you have to have unwavering resolve. Right. Now that is probably one of, you know, child, parent, sibling. Right. I mean, I think it's, I think a lot of things easier to take of ourselves. It's when something happens to someone else. That's what right. it's really hard. Yeah. So you're right. That's, a, that's one of the peaks, you know, can you really in yeah. that moment? Yeah. Let it go. It's going to, or, or realize that it's all part of this. Right. Uh, Where, what is, what am I no meant to learn? Is what is the infinite stimulate? Why is, what lesson is the infinite using this experience to teach me? You know, it's yeah. something at yeah. a deeper level because I think that for all of those, a major breakup, divorce, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, it's it's oftentimes that people can look back on those quantum moments and say that was when my whole life changed. Yeah. But you got to go through it, right? It, yeah. right. So, you know, if you use it for a catalyst to change right. or a catalyst to shrink or, or become more victim, then because you go either way, it can bump you either way. Right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Become better or bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, I believe in immortality, so I'm doing my best. So yeah, that just keep getting bumped up. We want to keep bumping and I want to bump higher. the people. I I want you to live forever. Thank you, so that we can live to forever yeah. together. <laughs> I ask people this question: Hey, if you knew you could live forever, and the people that you love could live forever, why would you want to die? No, because you just get no. better and better and better. Oh well, right. other than and we've talked about this before, like you said. The, if you had the whole perspective of the universe, right? Would you get bored? Like, have you seen? You remember the Highlander games when they when you know are not Highlander games? Highlander the movie. I've never seen it. Well, the 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 idea is like you know there's these immortal beings and they only die if you chop their head off. So oh. there was only like a few of them, right? And they live in forever, right? He they've lived in for thousands of years. And oh, I've got to watch this. You, you watch movie. it because yeah. it might change your perspective. Because what what happens in this movie is like they. You know, they they see everyone they've loved ever die. They die. They see very, they you know. So they've lived through these things that are kind of horrible experiences for you to live in one lifetime. Yet they're living it over and over. Multiple yeah. wives dying, multiple children dying, and it kind of kind of looks like they become callous to that. It would it looks like it sucks. They paint the picture that it sucks. Yeah, and I can definitely see that. You need to see that movie. That's kind of like the dystopian point of view. It it is. Whereas right. if my view would be is that. I think yeah, that's bumped. Yeah, they're getting. In. We're all on this never-ending journey to reach immortality. So if I can share that and I can help those who are ready accomplish that immortality, mm-hmm. like my son, like my um, the people that I love and care about most, if they're open and receptive to it, then yeah, all right, cool. And then hey, yeah, if, if I guess it's the same, you know, even. I believe that if Noah died, he it was because he wanted to die. I do. I agree. Yeah. And it's his journey. You know, we are all on our own individual journey right. and path. And ultimately, you know, you can kind of try to give him the best knowledge, share the right. knowledge that you've got. And I think about like speeding up his, how, how he's going to get to where he, where you're at faster. You know, that right. each generation shortens that, 
And then ultimately at the end of the day, we all have that free, free will choice to do what we want with our life, either, you know, whatever road it's fascinating. It really is. It's freaking mind blowing. It is. Awesome. I, I mean, uh, cause I, I don't think any of this stuff, it all found me. I didn't find it. I, I feel that same way. Yeah. Like it's but, not, but, but, but the, something was in you that activated. Uh, and I think it's in all people. I just think some people either choose to have it, allow it to be activated or, you know, like books will come to you or people come right. to you or information comes to you. But you know, how long do you, were you conscious of a time when you were resisting that or were you even aware of I think it was just ignorance. Like Stink and Grow Rich could have been sitting on the counter for your whole life. Right. <laughs> I mean. Well, man, when you say that something was activated, yeah, uh, the God within me was activated. Yeah, what activated it, right? Um, the pain? The experience. The experiences that I had. Yeah, if it weren't for the pain, then I wouldn't, I might not have been That's so open to consuming cannabis or mushrooms but it was through those experiences that it was activated yeah because before i was i was trying to find spiritual purpose through um superficial means to me religion is very superficial it is there's a lot of people that can quote the bible but they don't live a righteous life Mm -hmm. and to me that's you're just a hypocrite Mm -hmm. whereas myself like i don't i don't care to go i don't care to hey i'm right you're wrong um mine's the only way in fact hey I'm, I believe I have humility enough that if Jesus comes floating down out of the sky, I'm the first one there to say, hey, man, I'm really first sorry. Yeah, I heard you're really forgiving. So sorry I didn't believe in you. Mm-hmm. But man, you, I got your back 100%. Yeah. But, but for right now, that makes yeah. no sense to me. No. But I'm open enough that, hey, if there's a better way that comes along, and if you share that better way with me, then, oh, yeah, man, I'm open. But I mean, Krishnamurti said it the best is, um, when you define yourself as anything, you cut yourself off from everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm an American. I'm a man. I'm a Christian, whatever. Those def- definitions cut you off from everything. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell I came from. Yeah. I don't know where the hell I'm going. I could care less because mm-hmm. all that matters is the here and now. Right. That's it. I'm having an experience across from one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know? Yeah. That's all that it. other shit is irrelevant. Yeah. And then all the other stuff. Hey, how can I be? The highest level of emotions are love, compassion, gratitude. So I'm like, how can I develop those where they're, I'm living in those emotions more and more and more? And when you're focused on that, then you're like, oh, when something happens, you're like, oh, how quickly can I forgive so I can get back to love and gratitude? <laughs> I love it. You know, well, we were talking in basic. They were talking about, have you ever um, been driving down the freeway and someone cuts like across all the lanes? I was like, no, never. That never happens to me (laughs) ever. Energy is just not around you at all. I'm never in a hurry. Noticed it. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But regardless, it's not in your consciousness. Yeah. Never. I drive with this cruise control. I don't speed ever. I'm never in a hurry. I'm a half an hour early to everything most often. So it's like, oh, guess what? Those things never happen. (laughs) Whereas I have a friend who's like real spiritual, but every time I'm in the car with him, dude, he's pissed off. (laughs) He's like attracting road things. That is where the rubber hits the road. Yeah. (laughs) 
because that e, you know obviously his ego or her ego is very strong still and so and it's a smite like that person cut me off right <laughs> it's like oh that never happens yeah. to me like, i never use my horn and even if someone oh, yeah. gets in i just because we, we i'm the guy that lets everybody yeah. in i'm like oh yeah come on in like i got nowhere to be in a hurry come yeah. on in you know we, we, we need to look out for each other because right. you know we're, we're all connected it's all one thing right. give and take you know one right. day you're going to be the you know out of your brain a moment a moment of low people level always let me in when i need exactly. them to let me in always yeah yeah you know yeah we need to just give that give and take totally awesome. yeah i mean uh Life is just a very natural and spontaneous flow. At least that's how if I'm trying. The life I'm trying yeah, to create for I, myself. I think it is. I think that's true. And in my experience, if if I allow it to be that flow, there right. is, I can certainly pull push that oar in the water and go try to paddle upstream. Right. You know? oh, that but sounds. I'll tell you, when you let it just come and let it flow, it's so much better. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's, it's a dream as opposed to a nightmare. Right. It's a total dream full of just fun and satisfaction and fulfillment, you know, mm. just, I mean, I don't even, in my boat, I don't even have. Yeah. You don't even have, you dropped your oars miles yeah, ago. Like, oh, <laughs> dude, I don't even, I'm just Good laying point. back. I got, I've got my God self. Mm-hmm. He's the gondola. Yeah, <laughs> He's the one steering. Yeah. You. Hey, man, can I get you a drink? Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. You know, where where are we headed to? I I love that idea that we have someone on the other side or all knowing that's helping us. And it gives me so much reassurance to think about that. Right. That that it's not just us trying to figure it out or like, you know, we have a kind of a question. Like I look at it, it's like CEO, business part, co-partner in life. Yes. And and but but if you don't use that, then you do feel kind of shut off, and close. And it's like, oh, I've got to figure it out. I'm just me. You're the victim. You're the victim. You're the victim. You have no resource. You have no connection to what anything higher. Right. No perspective. No and no more knowledge. Well, or your perspective is it's your perspective at that level is based on someone else's story. You've bought in someone else's story and therefore your perspective is limited to the, to the limits of that story. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm going to choose to believe that I am God and there's a part of me that's infinite, that transcends time and space. There's a part of me that's already two hours ahead of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm connected to that. Yeah. And that's another great thing that I got, um, just re just uh um rejuvenated with and just reminded of is a better word is from basic this past weekend is they do this um this exercise called uh workshop of the mind mm-hmm. and even abraham talks about workshop the workshop in your mind mm-hmm. and well, what's uh, this premise of what, what what's the deal I mean, using your imagination to yes live every in- day to literally create what you want before you go out. And so pave that road. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean they talk about hey, create your ideal office, your workshop. And so I do. I have my I drew it out. Did you? Oh yeah, in detail. I know I have carbon fiber tile floor. Mm-hmm. I love wood, so real nice like walnut or um uh 
like cherry wood. I have a big, long conference table where all of my like imaginary chair people, See, board, right, your board, my board, board right. Sure. All of my books, like everything, like I details in my mind. And then it talks about you should have a, uh, an assistant hmm. and this assistant will do anything you tell them to do. Give them the assignment. Right. Because you, because we, because like you're the CEO and the director and then everything else is orchestrated. But I love that. I, I love that. Yes. Well, that, that's been one of the biggest realizations and I'm still, it's still unfolding is this notion that we get to decide. Right. Like it's not some predestined or whatever, like we get to decide. And what, I still think about this all the time. Something Brian Tracy said, you know, that it never occurs to some people that they get to decide. It didn't occur to me for a long time. Right. I thought wow, I was kind yeah. of, I mean, I was making decisions at a, at a lower level, but until you sit like at the top, the, the chairman of the board decisions, right. Then you're always thinking someone's above you and nothing's above us. Right. Well, at that level that. youth, again, at the level of victim, victims believe in luck, good luck or bad luck. But when you take, when you are the, I am the creator I am creating everything in my life. Then you're like, oh, well, what do I want to create? Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to focus on what I want to create. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to follow that road. Yeah. I'm just going to put, like you said, write it, design it out and just. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, but still fun to do that. Right. Still fun to take, to do some the of the things. The more fun that, you have, the faster right, materializes. The calls to do the, right. You know, but what you're inspired to do, but it's not, but that's, but it's only when you're inspired. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel that like, because I, a part of this evolution that we're going into is there's the inner dimension, the, the inner world of your imagination. And if you can spend again, 80, 20, 80% of the work is inner work. Mm -hmm. So if you can create that vision of exactly what you want to create, exactly what your circumstances look like, then it's going to materialize so much faster than mm -hmm. just force of will in this world, which is only 20%. Yeah. So it's spending that time and it, it is there. Um, Chuck, who was the facilitator, was talking about he has two grown uh, sons that are highly accomplished. I'm sure. And uh, he was talking about one of them. They've both been through all of the, the training. Um, he would not study for these big tests. He would go into his workshop and. And he would tell his assistant to do all the study. <laughs> wow. And he was acing tests. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I need you to do the studying for me. Mm -hmm. Because the knowledge is already in him. Right. He's, the assistant's bringing it to the level of... Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, your, your higher level you does not know the difference between imagine reality and reality reality so if you can if you can go into this workshop and you can make it real by spending time in it mm -hmm. then that mm -hmm. dimension is everything's already connected mm -hmm. so all the knowledge that's ever been you have access to mm -hmm. and so you can tell your assistant hey i need you to do all this research for me so that when we take that test i'm 100 percent ready for it mm -hmm. yeah because you're my assistant 
Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that because in, in anything is possible. Anything. And I think that that's the more and more the, the realization and the reality I want to create for my life is that anything is possible and that I am so much more powerful than I give myself credit for. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have to, in order for me to accomplish, to manifest my vision, I have to believe that. Right. Yeah. In order for me to teleport my physical body, I have to believe that anything is possible. So I need to tell my assistant, hey, I need you to be constantly, your number one priority is to be researching. Yeah, figure, right. figure, it figure out. this tell out. Tell me how I need to, you know, yeah, give me right. the info. Yep. I love that. Yeah. It's such a great tool for anyone to put in their bag of tricks because it you know when we when we're the designers I, I think it is like a cosmic creator right right and you, and you write your list of what you want and sh send it off and then just be open and wait for opportunities that are going to come right. to, to you but I didn't always think that way you know, I was I was down in the hierarchy of the organization. Right, I was like, you're in the mailroom. <laughs> mailroom sometimes, yeah, like yeah. Manager other times, which, yes. Which at the time wasn't bad. It was it was where I needed to be at that time to like you said, learn those lessons or get that knowledge because all that it's all every stone is valuable. Right, you know, everyone as you go through. Yep. Um, but once you you know find the the golden elevator where you're like, what's this? Yeah. Where does this go? Well, also to that point you know. is that in your workshop, there's an elevator. Oh, really? Yes. In your workshop, in your mind, yep. there's an elevator. Where does it go? Uh, Do I'm you ride I'm, that? Are you riding this? That, on well, the he talks about that's where your assistant comes in and out. of. Oh. But in my workshop, so my elevator um, connects to different levels in my house because my sure. workshop is deep underground it's like, like tony stark's style? yes 100 okay. percent. in fact beyond the glass are all my cars and motorcycles and stuff okay so you get this view out to the to your underground yep. garage with all your toys and uh that elevator goes right into my room mm. so i can ride the elevator right up to my room or make stops like hey in the kitchen or the main level or Get here a snack right go to the workshop yeah. But That's I mean, awesome. now that you say that is, I think the elevator is to go from conscious. The messenger or the assistant right. comes down, gets the met, gets the, the directive and goes up and makes it happen. Right. It's awesome. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's that. good. It's, uh. In fact, that's like what Tom Wilhite said is that uh, if there's one thing that they could really teach, it's just to teach the workshop. If, if he Everything could distill else is it filler. down to one yep. like, practice or tool. Yep. Well, the it seems super powerful. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I sometimes think about that. We're going through the motions of, you know, I kind of even kind of transcended reading books. It's kind of because I'm not that I don't need and want more knowledge, but it's like they're reaching a point where you're like, okay. It's, it kind of seems archaic now. Yeah, right? what I mean, more do you need? Yeah. I, again, back to Brian Tracy, that guru, you know, and he t talks about Galileo's quote that no one can teach you anything. They can just help you bring it to a higher level of awareness. Right. It's all in you. They're just reminding you of things <laughs> you, you already you know. know. I think that's one of the reasons why you know, social media and stuff is becoming saturated and you're seeing, you know, whether they're trying to sell a product or this or that, which it's once you see that thousands of times from many different perspectives, it's like, all right, I'm kind of bored with this now. Right. Right. You, you, you know it. Yeah. It's in, you know, you know what they're going to say. 
granted it's, it's, all it's, it's all the same it's just packaged from a different personality where we're going and what's coming for us is going to be so incredible because there's just like frenzy right now of everyone trying to scramble to get position or whatever in the market or or in the in economy that has to break oh yeah you can't have everyone selling <laughs> everything it's got to transcend well you know to that point is when we're talking about like training mm-hmm is that I want more people selling the training because I want the knowledge, right, knowledge. I want that knowledge spread yeah because it's the collective is a computer with each individual being a node and I want I want them to upgrade. You want them to, those notes to light those right. to light up and, and go. Right. So I don't That's care where you learn it from. I just want you to learn it. Well, and you know, and I yeah, you're right. I definitely I I need to kind of rescind and and take a different perspective. Yeah, there's be, there's no amount of continuous reaffirming right. whether it's this person or that person or whatever. And you may get it from this person selling something or this person checking you out at the grocery store. Right. You know. So you're right that because I look at it, it was. I feel like I go to sleep and wake up, go to sleep and wake up. And I've noticed that cycle getting shorter and shorter. Like it used to be maybe long, long period yeah, of time. Yeah, me too. And wow. Like, yeah. Shorter, shorter. It's like, the, the, the that's how you know that there's yeah. a, it's, it's I, about I to pop. Like, yeah. It's about to pop or there's about to be like integration. Like yes. Full integration. It's like yeah. You forget anymore. Right. Or it's like, you know, you, cause I'm a big fan of like, like you are practices, writing stuff down, like the I am processes, right. What you want to be, what you want to do, write it, write it, write it. And then, then you forget it for a few days and you're like, Oh, I got to get back to the practice. You know, right. cause if you don't go to the gym for a while, you atrophy, you don't do the work right. you atrophy, you know, it's right. that full integration. Right. So what's like the, uh, you know, chop wood, carry water in your own life? The, the focus, we're focused. What, what I'm focusing on, I'm a, as you know, I'm a big fan of the being because I, I want to right. go to the core because, right. you know, if you, if you focus on being, that's where I, I, I focus most of my attention now. Who do I want to be? And I do the, the, the mind visualization, you know, falling asleep or at any given point in time. Being in that in that environment is making it as real as I can. Being that person, being that person. Yes, and and that seems to be because I'm like like we talked about. I want to do one thing and have it cascade, ripple to everything. Right. I don't want to. I've I've gone through those things of twenty practices or this or that, and you know what? That's valuable, but the one thing you know, like a meditation, is a one thing. Right. Like focusing on. By and I and I kind of look at it as building out a self concept, self self image, yeah. self concept. Yes, change that one thing, and then everything else, you know. It's oh, hundred like, percent changes magic. It changes magical. But even doing that one thing, you have to do it every you day. Do. You do, and I, and that's one thing. And I'm glad you brought that up because this is something that you know is 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 real in the world. It's not like one and done. Right. Even the most right. successful person has to do the work. The rock has to lift the weight every day or he would not be the rock. Right. Every day. You know? So, yeah, I mean, to that is what's the one thing I can do that will create the most yeah. amount of change? Kind of like back to, you know, Gary Keller's book. I mean, if you trans- right. transform that into like a spiritual thing, he's talking about business. But but the, the spiritual, yeah, like, you know, the core, the uh, Neville Goddard, I've got that quote up there yeah. too. You know, if... if if a man or human beings change their self-concept, everything else right. changes. Yes. 
Yeah, and I mean, but it still takes that work of, and, and I think that right. you know, to answer your question, that work is going to the mind, like you said, which is right. We're not taught that, and it's it's. I think it's just as hard to think a thought that is very radical from what your current thought oh, is. Oh yeah, it is to live a hundred pounds. Yeah, and, totally. It's just a, it's Especially just a, to think that thought every day yeah. or multiple times. It's a hard day, every I mean, day. It, it's lifting yeah. the weight is hard. Thinking that thought because it's so different. Right. It's so different. Yeah. So I would, I would challenge you to go and create your workshop. I'm going to. And to really spend time that. and to design it. Specifically. Decorate it. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what are the I'm materials that you use and and um to spend time every day. It doesn't need to be a set time. Like with TM, it's 20 minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just go in and go out there. Right. Well, because and, and, I look at it as anything's going to be beneficial. Right. So you don't have a specific time frame each day. You're just as much as you yes, can. Just go in. in there. Just go and, in. And uh, even they were, Chuck was talking about feel it. Mo- yeah. Like actually be in it and like yeah. feel the, okay, like this is the wood that I want. Like start seeing mm-hmm. it and it will materialize. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the minute turns into an hour. Because mm-hmm. one day you'll spend only a minute in there, but one time, one day you'll spend an hour in there. Mm-hmm. But it, you'll More never get to the hour, right, if you don't spend the minutes. Mm-hmm. It's all about consistency. Yeah. Just like with, you know, The Rock. I mean, he goes to the gym every day. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, even having this conversation, I would say that is that will for me affect the greatest amount of transformation is spending time in that workshop. I was thinking about this, speaking of the rock and, and talking, speaking about what you're talking about. I'm almost certain that that dude spends as much time in the mind as he does in the gym. Totally. Look at what he create. He can create anything he wants to the shoe, the Under Armour shoe, right. Right? his clothing, his paraline, because it, that's a, I think what people have, are doing in the real world is a f- mirror of what they're because it doesn't just happen by accident, right? You know? Yeah, no way. And 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 also, even he's probably doing that mind inner work, but he's probably his channel is really open for when he goes to bed. His messenger assistant gives him an idea on a piece of paper and says, "Rock, make this right. Hire someone to make this and then promote it." Yep. <laughs> you know, and then he's because he's now to the level where he just. You know, call, it's all coming to him. Make a shoe, right? Here's I'm sketching you out some. He doesn't even have yeah. to say make a shoe. They're coming to him and say, "Hey, do True. you want to make a shoe?" <laughs> we That's got, when you're in the total. We got flow. the message from your assistant. Right. That you want to make a shoe. Right. What do you want to make. Yeah. What do you want to make? Yeah. Hey, we want to do a deal with you. His channel is so open. Right. And, and he's not the only one. You know, there's a lot of people that channel is oh, so yeah. open that they, that they're just creating. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Or they and their team are creating. Yeah. That's when I think life gets super awesome. Yeah, man. I I know it. Yeah. I mean, that's when you, you're a, a master creator. You're a master creator and you're doing what you came here to do. You have right. no, no resistance to that. You're just in the flow. Yeah, because he is inspiring so yeah. many every day. people. Yeah. Yeah. When you... Oh, is that, you know, we think about these people, like, let's say Gandhi. Rock is a Gandhi. He is. He is inspiring. He's a super creator. Right. And he's inspiring people that, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. He is. Because he's a human being. Yeah. Just you know? doing, just through through his own uniqueness, creating 
a dream lifestyle mm-hmm. and all of his creations mm. are unique and like imprinted in an, in a way that no one else can create right. like his production company or his shoe or his movies. I mean, yeah. And, and, and I think that that's when we, cause we all have that a channel right. that's waiting or an assistance that's waiting on the other side of those elevator doors right? for you to open the button and to, for them and to give you, here's your thing. You yes. Say. But, and that's like, that's what's, that's what's mind blowing. Cause when you talk about 8 billion people on the planet, having something that want, that's supposed to come through them, that is unique to them, that right. is super awesome. Just like the rocks. Can you imagine? So what's, <laughs> I mean, that's the question is what do you want yours to look like? It, it's, it's forming now. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the podcast is a part of it. Yeah. For many, many years, I, that was suppressed and, or what well, wasn't ready. Right. I, either, either mentally, physically, whatever, wasn't ready, but, be again back to that workshop the focus and flow product line that was something that came through it was a bumpy ride landing yeah. that one but again because i because we, we all love to create I, I do believe it and i love to create heck you're the one that turned me on to that uh test the roger hamilton test remember oh wealth dynamics, wealth dynamics dude I, remember? everybody i make them test have you have you friended I, me on that uh, I don't know, but you, you, you turn, you gotta go to, you gotta go to genius. You it's a, it's a Facebook oh, Joe Polish or no, no, it's a, it's Roger Hamilton. Oh, is it him? It's a Facebook for I think the wealth dynamics. Okay. It's a group. It's a Facebook. Okay. Where you can like create a social profile and then you can connect with other people and you know, Oh, oh you're a oh, creator. It's you're a, a Lord. It's yeah. Not yeah. On Facebook. It's a platform. Right. It's a platform. It's a, he created it, it. It's amazing. So anybody that I work with, I know anymore, you do. Yeah. You said that I make them take that test and Still, I make the, them the, the go personality. Oh profile. yeah. hundred percent. But on genius, you, there is a vast well of that other tests. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Purpose, your purpose test. Like, dude, there's so, and it's free. A lot of them are free. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it, it, you know, the reason I bring that up is because it reaffirms something that I kind of right. already knew. You know, I, I fell in the creator realm. You fell in the, what, the, the Lord visionary right, realm, right? Right. And, and one of the things that I've, I'm a big proponent of now more and more and more is the self knowing yourself, knowing your knowledge, knowing right, your genius. Talk right. about the genius, knowing yes. your genius. Because when you know it, you're not gonna like. I don't want to. I don't shouldn't play in the Lord visionary realm. Right. I could, but I probably wouldn't be as effective. Right. Hundred percent. I need to play in the creator. Right. Realm. You know, I'm, yes. and that's when I have maximum. So those kind of things. Yeah, I talk. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, oh, this test I took from a friend of mine recommended it. It put me here. You know, and other tests of. It's kind of giving me feedback as well, but that one was really good. Yeah, that one's, I mean, that's my favorite. And for I can sure. see why. It was really, really beneficial to self knowledge. Right. You know, kind of teaching us again what we already know, but reflecting back. Right. But yeah. Yeah. And it also, his biggest, his big theme there is, uh, Teams win, not individual players. Yeah. So, like you were saying, like mine's a lord. So, for me, it's like, oh, hey, who's the supporting cast? Yeah. That, hey, I'm great with ideas. I'm great with systems and putting things together and details, but like the the, the technical side of things. That's not me. I'm not the creative type. 
Um, so not, and you would lose momentum, right? And, and yeah, if you go there and play right. in that, and I and, and I think about that like with the the E myth, you know, you got the 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 manager, the technician, and the visionary. You know, if you try to play one of those roles, you're con- or all of them at once, right. your company just clunk 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 down right. the road. And uh, I mean, what I'm even more hyper focused on since. Um, just just learning more about being a lord is that uh, I I own the cash flowing asset. I'm an investor, mm-hmm. so that's what I do. I don't want to do. I really don't want to do anything. Yeah, I just want to get checks in the mail. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, like I want. Guess what? I want to just do, enjoy do my you, life. Okay, well, but being a creator, do you? I mean, that's you're creating in the lord way. Would you really? So if you get the check in the mail, you're still going to go out and create. Do you, I mean, so to unpack that a little bit, tell okay. me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like most the, people do what they, most people are in the, doing what they're doing for money. Correct. So like I could see myself, I would love to get into acting, but mm-hmm. it would have nothing to do with money. Mm-hmm. Just because you enjoy it. Right. That'd have be fun. a creative outlet. I love music. I play guitar yeah. every day. I love to <clears throat> sing. And so I would do that. But when you can come from a place where there's, I'm just doing it as a way to express myself mm-hmm. because it's that desire. It is that infinite. It wants to come out. Right. Yeah. So for me is, uh, I'm naturally introverted. I love to just study. I love to just hang out. I love to just be. Yeah. And so all it, so you'd have more, you do that. Right. You come to me and say, Hey, I've got this project called uh, focus and flow. I'd say, Oh, I really like that idea. I'll give you a hundred thousand bucks to invest in it. Mm -hmm. I get 50% of the company and and put your input and ideas in to help grow it like a shark tank. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm a shark. I'm an investor. Yeah. So yeah, I'll invest in your ideas. Hey, if, uh, especially as we're launching it, uh, yeah, I'll, I work five, I'll work an hour a day on the project. Um, I have a lot of connections. In fact, I just, I think since we last talked, I just landed a big marketing deal for a huge brand called Supreme. Uh, mm. It is a clothing, a parable, yeah, brand. yeah, huge brand um, that I just closed the deal. That it just fell into 100% place. just fell right into my lap. I have all the connections and I have the confidences yeah. that, hey, I know how mark internet marketing works. I know I know exactly what you guys are trying to accomplish. I know that I could lead that up. And then they're create probably creators and or, you know, right. So said, hey, here's our goal. Here's the objective that I believe that I can make happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want 25% of it. Mm -hmm. And so. The win-win. Yeah. I have to work five hours a week. Right. Connecting the dots. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just connecting the dots and I just freaking started a cash flowing asset. Yeah. That now I own a percentage of a subscription, a monthly subscription. Because you come with knowledge, like you said, and confidence. And when we... Bringing value. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to connect the, the creators and the this mm-hmm. and the at, that. And I'm going to work five hours a week because my lifestyle is um, I want maximum leisure time. Yeah. I think everyone does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just most people, I don't think, know. They don't have the knowledge that you've acquired on your journey through books or mentors or classes or whatever. Or 
personal development. I mean, that's it. That's 80% of it. Yeah. Is the having the confidence that when that opportunity presented the inner, itself, you you created right. the self worth inner value too. Right. I mean that's a large part. Yeah, part when of I it. closed that deal, those guys had no idea that, mm-hmm. dude, I'm not going to be the one doing the work. Mm-hmm. I just know, I just know, I can find people that can, mm-hmm. and I didn't even have the people. Right. I just the, closed the, the deal the and then like I figured Cardone it out. Right there, yeah, yeah. Right? Which is, you know, he, I talk about another inspiration, you know, showing right. people what's possible. That guy is a freaking dynamo. Big I, time. I, I, I equate it to like uh, the person running a faster mile and then everyone's like, how? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Someone has to break the paradigm. He broke it yeah. huge with all his freaking, what, five companies now are all probably multi-million, if not well, close oh, to dude, <laughs> he's got like half a billion dollars under management yeah. in his uh, real estate Cardone portfolio. Capital. Yeah. He is a freaking dynamo. Yeah. Kudos to those people because they're forging, because there's no limit. I mean, they're showing that, that hey, this yeah. is what's possible. Right. And then someone else can take it even further. In fact, in his, uh, in one of his books, either Be Obsessed or Be Average or 10X, he talks about there's he's mastered 10x action, but he says his weakness is 10x thinking. You know what? I've heard him say something. I heard him say that if he if he's made a mistake, it's been that he didn't think big enough. Right. That's freaking. I know blowing. my training. I could go in and I could give him, get him a hundred x on what he's doing because you mastered 10x thinking right right i think it's 80 20 80 percent of everything comes from within Mm -hmm. so you can be a bit you can you can speed up being a billionaire grant if you spend 20 minutes a day and i know you have the will oh yeah spend 20 minutes a day in that workshop feeling like a billionaire, mm-hmm. going through closing multi-billion dollar deals. You got to see yourself as a, as a billionaire because right now you're just forcing your will upon becoming a billionaire. Yeah. And I can, I can see why he would say that because he comes come from that sales background where he had that sale, you know, I want to, I'm going to, I am so confident I'm going to sell you this. Right. right. So, but to me that equates to, to the mental power. So again, even though I've heard him say that, that he, he didn't, Think big enough, which is freaking mind blowing to me because his empire is awesome. But it's awesome to see the humility of someone say that because it, right. it makes because everyone else that sees him and studies him, they learn that lesson and they don't have to go through the right, years. right. It's a huge, fa- it's a huge factor in my mind. And that that's why you know it, before learning that type of lesson from him. What I wanted was ten times lit less than what it is now. Right. And, and when he said that, I'm re I'm re-engineering. Boom. Right. New new ideas, new stack in the field. Because the way I look at it, I look at it, it's like this big this seed, and and the seed it's just like kind of like we're talking about. I don't know if it was you I was talking about with Jeff Bezos and Amazon, where for years and years and years he looked. He was kind of a kind of a character, not making any profits, plowing it all back in. Right. Wall Street's like, dude be nice to have some profits one of these days. It's like, wait, 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 boom. boom. I look at it as like this big seed because the bigger the the fruit on the vine, it takes a little longer to mature. Right. But would you rather ha- take a little longer to mature or pull that fruit when it's, because yeah. most people are like, I want the instant gratification. I want to pick the. Right. Yeah. I think he yeah. saw himself as the richest man I in the world. I think he would have had to because again, the inner is the outer. Right. He would have had to. Yeah. You know, but he kept delaying, kicking it down the road a little bit. And then finally, 
you know, okay, I'll cash out. Right. <laughs> Boom. Instant freaking. Oh yeah. I mean, richest man. But also when you look at what his physical appearance looks like now, mm-hmm. Compared to back then, yeah, he's a totally different yeah, he's person. A, he's a stud now. Where back then he was kind of a a, a, a geeky a guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a computer geeky guy. Yeah, yep. I've seen that transformation in Musk too, Elon Musk. You know. Oh <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Money makes everybody better looking. <laughs> it does. Hundred percent. That's a good the presence, thing. The, the whatever you got, the you know, you can go to the best freaking spa and hair. Right. Cut yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the best personal trainers. Right. You're eating the best food. I mean, you've got. You are, we, you can be yeah. focused on becoming your best. Mm-hmm. And I see that, I see that a lot with Grant because I've been following him since, I mean, 2014. Yeah. And I, this, this just confirms even to myself is that I know his self concept and self image has radically shifted from even then it would have had to have because you know it seems like his fear you know is because i mean you knew now the portfolio of companies because back then it was just his you know tra- training right his sales training cardone you or whatever now it's like boom yeah i mean it's it is had his especially cardone capital his real estate portfolio has exploded mm-hmm. in the past few years he is a prime example of all of these things are way, these massive empires or creative endeavors that are super joyful, super, you know, prosperity. It's a prime example that it's all waiting for all of us. We just need to start on that path and then the light up and light up. Right. Bing, 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 right. bing. Because it, it, look, this is what I think one of the biggest pitfalls is being a human. And I've definitely fallen into it in the past is like looking at someone like what he has and looking at someone where you're at going, I can't, there's no way I could ever get there. I, I can't do that. Look at his empire. Look at this. Well, he didn't start there. He right. started, I remember. Started in rehab. He started, yeah. He, yeah. Started he in fucking rehab. That's why I love him sh- sharing stories like yeah. that. And the other thing I remember him saying one time is that he had climbed up to the, and this was in one of his books, climbed up to the tallest branch in the autom- or selling automobiles, right? Yep. You know, maxed out. There's nowhere else to go. He had to climb down that tree take a hit for three, six months, whatever. Yeah. No income. Yeah. Until he climbed up another tree that was infinite. Yes. Or built another tree. Yeah. Because then he started training car sales companies. Because he maxed out. Right. I I can only sell X number of cars, whatever, if and if I'm the best. And he, that's huge courage to go, okay, I'm going to climb back down this tree and lose money, lose money or, you know, whatever. Well, that was kind of the test. You know, I'm inspired to ask you, do you think that his God self living in the future as a billionaire, it already was living there. So that was just, that was one chapter. You mean, what are you thinking? Well, think of how much he learned and how much he grew as a car salesman. Then you reach the top. Yeah. So he needed that. Right. I mean, there's nothing, nothing, everything goes in the bucket. Right. So something that was already living in the future knew that, hey. What was waiting for him? Is that what you're saying? Right. I, I, that's what I'm saying. And, but, and, but look how hard it was. And I think for all of us, there's a level of, you know, like hero journey stuff. We got to go through some Right. That was very uncomfortable for him to do that. Yes. You know, it's very uncomfortable for people to, to shut out what they, the comfort or the stability and build something kind of cause you're building on like 
faith and inspiration. And your people around you are going, you're freaking crazy. Because right. he says, he goes, everyone told me I was crazy. Right. Because you stopped it. Right. You, you, I think he was making, what, 300 grand a year or something? Yeah. And he stopped it. And who wouldn't think you? Yeah. But he knew. He knew. Yes. You know. I know. Yeah, you yeah. know what's waiting. Yeah. I mean, now... Now, I just think that, again, is if I have the... So my goal is to be a billionaire. Yeah. And I just say that's it's not really my desire. Right. It's the desire of the infinite. Right. You're just the, the, you're just going to play it out. Right. Yeah. Because really, it's not even about the money. It's about... The experience. Not only that, but to show other people mm-hmm. through my legacy project, mm-hmm. which is coaching, mm-hmm. that, hey, look at this. I, I became a billionaire in two years from setting the goal. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. If I can do it, you can definitely become a millionaire. I mean, uh, in 2017, around September, October, I shot a sales video for my course. And in that video, I said, I believe that with this information, someone could go from zero money to a million dollars in 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, I went and did it. Oh, you were that, you you did it. You made it happen. I did it after making that video unconsciously. Yeah, I from uh, from roughly s- September of 2017 to the end of 2017, I made over a million. Do- I made a million dollars in it. the month of December That's alone. Awesome. That's awesome. Just with the the information, so it's 10x thinking. It's a yeah. million. It's yeah. infinite thinking yeah. to say, hey, anything can happen. Anything can happen. There just needs one experience can change your entire life. Mm-hmm. So you could say, hey, yeah, I want to become a millionaire in 12 weeks. And if you really focus on learning the information and internalizing it and practicing it, because reading and memorizing will not change anything. Mm-hmm. It's the implementation yeah. of it. If you were to do that, then it could be, you know, day 89 of 90 or even day 90. Mm-hmm. And you could meet someone who says, hey, I want to hire you, write you a million dollar check. Mm-hmm. Something can happen, but yeah. you have to not only, it's not about having faith, it's about knowing. Knowing, I, I agree. Right. I find that as the bedrock, but you know, belief and, you know, faith, belief, knowing is knowing. Right. It's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I am, I am demanding this mm-hmm. of the universe. When you can get to that level of certainty where you're like, you better you better make it happen. It will. Yeah. The universe will bend and morph around because you it's to, at your command. I right. Mean, you know, again, the, but the right. beliefs are feeding out the energy sending out, reflecting back what we've asked for. Right. Subconsciously, consciously. Yeah. Most people are just asking most people's desires. Let's say for the million dollars is weak, mm-hmm. super weak. So they say, Oh yeah, I want a million dollars. The heart's not in it. Right. And, and also I think like, they, we ask for too little. I know that I have asked for too, even though right. I, I've, what I've Here got, you go. yeah, you, you know, when you expect this, you're going to get something around that. Right. Ask for this, you're going to get around something yes. like that. But when you just shoot for the sun, the moon, and the stars in the whole universe, right? then you're going to get something around that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Gary, thanks for hanging out. Today. Yeah, of course, awesome. man. Good stuff. <laughs> I always, love it. man. I love bringing this stuff up, dude. Just awesome. Recon- I mean, just I'm I'm learning. From oh it. well, yeah. That's what that's why I think is so fascinating yeah. about this. You know, you come together, sharing, learning, level up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you.
Well, what'd you think? Did you come away with some nuggets and some daily practices you can incorporate into your own routine? I know that I did. And I want to thank Gary again for coming by and sharing his knowledge and his journey with us. That's awesome. Thank you, Gary. I totally appreciate it. And if you want to share your feedback about this episode or any episode of Enhancing the Human Experience, the best place to do that is really on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. You can leave comments. You can share them with people who you might think will benefit from hearing these episodes. All the good things that you YouTube is awesome for. So we're going to wrap up this episode at that point in time. If you listen to the whole thing, thank you. I know it was super long, but also I feel it was really, really valuable as well. So until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.